Blog Talk Radio. Think Mozart, huh? 
The love received so far has been so hard. There's a few dudes to run, but they medulla, they sharp, and they so soft. Don't be thrown off any Zolar. Avoid them at all costs, like raccoons or skunks. But back to the regular scheduled program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of those meditation portals and elevated walk tools. Even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. To everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are. Radio, you are now rocking with the best. Yes, this is your host for the evening, the brother Red Pill, and I'm soon to be joined by my co-host, Brother Blue. Without any further ado, Brother Blue. Peace, peace, peace to you and yours. Peace to the family. Welcome back to Notre Ledge Radio. You are now rocking with the best. Yes, indeed. Let's go with you, man. Sir. Not much. Just preparing myself, you know, grabbing something to eat last minute. Yeah, it's brick and, um, out there. Yeah, boy, that ain't no joke. It's like disrespectful brick. Yeah. Make just smacking you, smacking you all upside the face with that jack with with, with that froth. Yeah, the war the wartime hawk is out. This ain't the peace time hawk. Mr. Wartime Hawk. Yeah. Mr. Hawk with the with talons is out grabbing niggas. Yeah. For real. No. But nonetheless, yeah. Yeah. We here. With all that being said, we are here, family, live and direct. Back at it. One more again. Uh from the looks of the call queue. Family is in the building bright and early. Salute to everybody who's joining us tonight. A double salute to you if you were with us on Tuesday night, you know what I'm saying? Yes, indeed. And you've returned to um, finish up what you started, you know what I mean? Tonight we have, yeah, yeah, we definitely have a very powerful presentation in store for you. Uh, You know, we anticipate a packed house, you know, like New York anticipates a packed house on Sunday. You know what I'm saying? And like we had a packed house on Tuesday. A lot of people are very interested in what this brother has to say. This brother that I'm talking about and I'm referring to as our brother, Sarah Sutsetti. Hold on. The general, Sarah Sutsetti. So um, we're going to have our brother come on very, very soon. You know what I mean? We're going to get this thing started. But hey, before we do that, we're just going to touch on a few things, and I uh, will.
Okay, hello? Yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. Look out for KT's number as well. He got a tune in as well. Okay. All right. First and foremost, family, we uh, want to um, send a shout-out to the Brooklyn family. We went back to our brother, Automatics, on Wednesday. Sister Keisha, um, brother Automatics, his wife, the whole staff at the um, at the um, help me out because I was about to say AUC. Yeah, shout out to the family over at the UAM. Shout out to Automatics. Shout out You're to right. his beautiful wife. Shout out to Sister Keisha. Shout out to the family that showed up in multitudes. Shout out to the family that approached us and you know, started explaining to us their own experiences and the uh, KTL paradigm and everything. So shout out to the listeners. You know what I'm saying? And, shout uh, out to the well-wishers. Indeed. Professor Griff, Zaza Ali. Whew. Brought the house down. Brought that fire. Yeah. They definitely Indeed. came with that. And, um... We look forward to joining them tomorrow in the uh, Baltimore area. Be more. Shout out to the Be More family. Brother Professor Griffin Zazali will be at the Wax Museum for my tri state DMV. Say shout out to my Be More family. Yeah, it's been a minute since we've been out there. Mm hmm. So. Yeah, I look forward to that. Big ball, stand up. Yeah, support your brother. Check out Professor Griffin's Zaza Ali at the Wax Museum tomorrow. Um, New York, you know what it is. Sunday, everybody that we talked to at the uh, UAM, uh, we, we didn't even have to finish the sentence. They already knew where they were headed. So um, anticipate um, a packed crowd, 7 p.m., Nicholas, you know what I'm talking about? We're going uh, we, we to show love for the brother, Sarasua Seti, the building, and, um, you know, let it do what it do. Uh, celebrate Dr. Martin Luther King's holiday, you feel me, with a with a real powerful vibration. Send some, send some resonance, you know, to the brother and his, and his spirit and his, his, uh, his legacy right. and things of that you nature. Know, um, on, on, on the last note that he left you on, that that fiery speech that he gave about Vietnam, you know, he showed you that, you know, there's certain things that he understands about the extremes, you know what I'm saying? Peace has an extreme and war has one as well. And to be perfect, ba- perfectly balanced, you have to be able to exhibit, feel me, how you stand during both times. So it's not like as if the brother didn't have a level of fight in him. He overstood what needed to be done. He was awoken during a particular time and shook up, and he saw things for what they were. But, you know, he checked out a day after that. So, nonetheless, we were, given, and we were left with a testimony, you know what I'm saying, to the fact that even the most peaceful man on the planet knows when it's time to fight the good fight. Your phone is kind of shaky. I don't know if it's just coming through on my end. But if the family in the chat room, if uh, Brother Blue Pill's phone is choppy, just let me know, and I, and we'll we'll make arrangements to fix that. 
Let's do this. Let's go to our brother on the 4-4. Open up KT, the arch degree line, before we get into the show tonight. Call it from the 404-492. Peace. Yeah, how about Boston? Yo, yo. What's the deal, people? Yo. What's going on? KT, the arch. KT, what's up, brother? Peace. Hey, man. Red pill, blue pill. About to hit up Boston, man. Oh my God! <laughs> y'all got some big, y'all got some big things for the people. I, I already I know. I gave, it. I gave, you know, I gave our brother Red a, a sample. You know what I'm saying? I just gave him a, a very quick sample of what I'm working with with his Boston yeah. demonstration. You feel uh. me? Yeah, yeah. We definitely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know the tea party, how he was throwing them overboard. Yeah, yeah. We're about to go right into. You know what I'm saying? A home or the backyard of this, uh, you know, this patriarchal, uh, uh, what they call them, patriots? That's yeah. right. The New England patriarchs, baby. That's what we're doing yeah. right now. We yeah. got, we the, about to we got the, the, the infrared and the Blu ray hitting the mask. And, and, exactly. and then I'm coming up there. I'm coming up there to Kings County to do my thing. We're going to have that thing lit up on the 23rd, yeah. baby. I nine five is gonna be on fire, so oh, we'll be in New England and you're gonna be in New York. You know what I'm saying? It in is Kings County. And holding uh, it down you know, for y'all just because y'all gone don't mean y'all far. You know what I mean? I gotta keep it no warm doubt. for you. So that brother, KT the Octagree family, will be in Nicholas, Brooklyn, all right, on January 23rd. That's the date, correct? That's it. The fantastic voyage. Let me give, let me give people a, a quick understanding. In the 1960s, there's a movie called The Fantastic Voyage where there was a cat who had some real interesting information for the government. He had a stroke. There wasn't any surgery that they could do to, start, to save him. So what they, what they did is use this new technology that the Army had, that the military was working on, where they were able to miniaturize miniaturized mm. people, so they miniaturized a group of scientists and sent him in his bloodstream to get to his um, to this artery so that they can free up the clot so that they can get the information out of the doctor so he wouldn't die. Mm. So what I'm doing is not only am I going to go over the film briefly, but I'm going to actually give the people a visualization of how to miniaturize themselves like Ant-Man. You know, Ant-Man's the big talk right now. I mean, Avengers is coming, but Ant-Man's coming right afterwards. So I'm going to show the people how to use them pen particles and shrink themselves to the microverse so that they can go inside their innerverse and see who is first inside. That's so we're right. going to flow through that bloodstream. We're going to go through the caverns of the skeletal system. I'm going to show people the kidneys and the liver. We're going to go cruising with the conduction of the neurons. We're going to go in the cell. I'm going to show you some DNA. I'm going to show you the electron transport chain, show you how you create energy in your body. We're going to, we're going to see it, people. I'm going to no, no more words, no more talking. You're going to be able to visually envision and visualize take the voyage. It. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Take that journey. Take, take the that visual voyage. voyage. The fantastic voyage, baby. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's what we're doing. And then, and then, if that ain't enough for you, 
when we wrap up the Fantastic Voyage, then I'm going to actually show people how to make a herbal formula. I'm going to go into a couple herbs, their common names, their Latin names, what they do, and talk about the step-by-step process on how to create a fourth-law compound for you and your family. So that's how I'm going to wrap right. that one up. Put a little bow yeah, on it. Yeah, wait. Them know again where they could see you at KT. And, um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nicholas Brooklyn, Nicholas Brooklyn, five seventy Fulton, January twenty third. Doors open at six thirty. I'll have Hollywood Dakota DVDs. I have the Lexor DVD. I'll actually have some herbal products in the building. I'll be taking orders for consultations. We're gonna we're gonna do it real big, real big. You know, and then on Sunday, mm-hmm. on the 25th, I'll be at Tom Mary Temple, 126th Street, 104-106, between Lexington and Park, doing the After Earth Decoded. So, you know, you got two opportunities to catch the Arch Degree. And like That's I right. said, anybody in the New England area got an opportunity to catch the Red Pillar and the Blue Pillar. Get two it opportunities. In. Yeah, we got two dates out there. Can you um what go I'm through saying. the information, Red? Yes, uh, Friday, we have our brother Blue Pill in Boston doing Win in Rome. And on Saturday, we have Brother Red doing The Evolution Will Be Digitized. And we'll also be on a radio show mm-hmm. as well, uh, Saturday as well. We look forward to that. Uh, we'll definitely fill the family in about all of those details uh, throughout the show, but we got to get into this episode. You know, so you feel me? The family's in the building. Already Our know, brothers, bro. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, read that description. We want to get this thing you know? going. Yeah, we want to get this the demonstration going. The family has showed up to hear their brother, so let's give them what they came for. All right. So let me get into right. the description. Yes, sir. All right. Salute. Um, Salute, brother. Join Number Ledge Radio as we welcome back the General Sarah Suicetti to the program. 2014 was a year that will go down in history for a resurgence of racially charged incidents that have redirected the narrative, resulting in a resurgence in activism and a much-needed retrospective on race relations. The forefront of this reemergence stands black consciousness, the stewards of a flight of a fight long forgotten, but as evidenced by these rash of incidents, a fight that is far from over, a fight that is just as much of alive in these so-called post-racial times we live in as it was when the Black Panthers of law were pressing the line. Militancy is something that has been a staple of our character. As a people, ever since we realized the necessary determination it will take to break free colonialism, Tonight's guest is one of the torchbearers of that storied legacy, someone who has been standing tall in the face of adversity and sounding the alarm about the threat in our midst long before it became a trending topic, a hashtag marathon, or a marching order. We will discuss at length some of the issues we are facing as a people and what is the operable operable role one, one should take in this modern form of social activism that people are partaking in. As the planet moves towards a revolutionary mind state and shifts into cosmic change. Tune in, family. Pins and pads on deck, because class is definitely in session. 
Without any further ado, we open up the line. Call it from the 313. Peace. 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 What's going on, family? My brother, oh, man. welcome back. Everything, peace to the God. Yeah, peace, peace, brother. Yeah, I feel the energy. I, mean, I can hold feel on. it already. Nah, hold on. We got to give you a salute, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. that's we got to let up. that chop off. It wouldn't even be right. Yes, sir. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, well, welcome back to Know the Ledge. You know, it's uh, it's definitely always a pleasure to have you on the program, brother. You know, it's always uh, a pleasure for y'all to have me, brother, for real. Yes, indeed. It, uh, it's been a while since I've heard, you know what I'm saying, I just recently heard uh, that you did with, I heard two lectures, one with our brother Ankh, you know what I'm saying, I'm in Ross Squad, big up brother Ankh. That was a, a powerful lecture. Yeah, that was a powerful uh, demonstration. Yes, and then we heard what you did with our brother Rich from the Underground Railroad the other day, which was also a powerful demonstration called From Kimmet to Ferguson. So, right. um, you know, it's good to see you, you know what I'm saying, doing what you do back out there, swinging that sword. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I just figured, you know, 2014 – because I, uh, it really, it, it, I just stayed off the internet as much, you know. But you know, I'm I went to Twenty Cities, man. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Still on the underground, I was moving, you know. Okay. I was moving, and so you know, Indeed. I picked this year, 2015. I, I, I feel the energy, so I'm just there, letting everybody know I'm gonna be much more aggressive this year. Than last year, you know what I'm saying? I'm feeling like that. So, you know, no, I know no, I need, no. you know, it's going to push the culture. You know, I ain't think, think about no negativity, but I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I'm going to be on the hunt. You know, and motherfuckers ain't got to look for me. I'm going to come looking for your ass, you know, and it's all about updating the uh, information, the scholarship. Even the technology, you know what I'm saying? I see family out there is getting more, uh, you know, knowledgeable in even the presentation, you know, the computers and all the different yeah. types of, uh, of, you know, special effects and shit that they can, you know, present the uh, culture in because, you know, that's what the babies is looking for. So, you know, that's what yes, we have with this shit. You know what I'm saying? That's what we have yes, with it. That's uh yeah my I'm doing a presentation actually next week in Boston, and I right. I wanted to start it off in Boston because of the history with MIT, and um you know Harvard and things of that nature, and right. we're gonna go up there and we're gonna take back technology from them people that's basically trying to put a face to um to something that we basically started. And something that these new babies are being born hardwired for. So I want to take away the technophobia from the community and present solutions to show them that technology is a weapon that we're going to have to use in order to move ourselves forward. You know what I mean? So, of course. Of course. Yeah. Well, that's, that's most definitely needed. You know, Marcus Garvey said that. That, the, you yes, know, the, he this did. war was going to be based on technology. He said that. In the uh, philosophies and opinions, he said that that the drive of force fact, of man is industry and technology. You see what I'm saying? Yes, sir. He said it. Oh yeah. Ali said it. 
Uh-huh. And Elijah said it. You know what I'm saying? So that's right. You know that's right. That 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 clears this under those umbrellas inside of the community who may feel as if they just want to participate with technology from a smartphone. And I'm like, you're missing the whole thing. You're gonna fall back into this whole uh, this whole um, mind state that you're just a customer. You're just gonna be sitting around at the Apple store waiting for them to throw something at you when this shit is just open for all of us. So if we could marvel over the um, advances that ancient Kemet uh, pushed into society and civilization, and we could marvel over what the Moors might have done with their technology and their literature and things of that nature, then we need to sit down and figure out in the, in right now, in the present day time, just looking a lot like the future, what is it that we could do with these brilliant minds of ours to take these little, because it's just numbers, it's just binary codes, and, and, and it's a different language. How could we use that for our benefit and turn somebody That's else right. into a customer for once? So yeah. That's right. Of course. Yeah. You know, we should be trying to do everything that we need for our survival. We should make it with our own hands. You know what I'm saying? That's the bottom line. I don't give a damn what it is. You know what I'm saying? If we need it in the course of daily survival, we should create it with our own hands. And that includes, and you know, just like you said, the basis of the computer is out of chemistry, period. You understand what I'm saying? And even the modern shit that you see, you know, uh, the very uh, resources that create the damn computer. The resources that the make the, silica, the, the the sand and the silicon and all of that shit that's going inside yeah. of we control that. You know what I'm saying? Yes, so do. you know mm-hmm. it, it, the whole technology is oh, African. Yes sir. Yes it's, sir. It's running you know, off of uh, uh an indigenous mineral based, you know, platform and, and the right. resources that they're mining to make these things operate that's our family, you know. The oldest right. family on the planet is the mineral kingdom. The second oldest right. plant family is the bacteria kingdom. So the bacteria that we have to make up who we are, and the minerals that we have inside of us to make up who we are, mm-hmm. we have the superior claim to have that first relationship. You know what I'm saying? We can establish our case from that place. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, who got these minerals in them? You don't got these minerals in you. You feel right. me? Like, right. these minerals resonate with us. You know what I'm saying? We are these minerals. That that's gold, right. that oil, and that diamond, that's carbon. You you know what I'm saying? We know who don't have that relationship. Right. We ain't got to look too far. Right. So it's well, time that we boss up we, and understand we, we that. Know, and, and, yeah. like if, if you continue to address the issues and on the rest of the brothers and sisters, it, it, it has expanded. It has. The knowledge has expanded. The, this young generation did get a chance to see some things, much more so than any other generation before, you know, before, you know, before, uh, you know, the last, you know, 30, 40 years, shit. I mean, or even before. This is the greatest damn uh, generation in the history of our people. In, in reality, you see what I'm saying? The potential of this generation is greater than any other generation. You know, and they and, have right. knowledge have knowledge across the board. If you want to know it, you can know the shit. You know what I'm saying? You could go on the Internet 
and look that shit up at your will so the information is at your disposal. You know what well, I'm saying? And with that um, type of, you know, availability to information, shit, supposed to be doing all kind of tricks with this, this shit out here. You know what I'm saying? Well, These damn Macs, everybody talking about a Mac. You know, I didn't, you know, I, it's still, a, a, you know, some more for me to know, to know, but I'm doing tricks on the motherfucker. And I, right. I don't even fuck, I yeah. didn't get no damn teacher or nothing. Majority you know, of your work is PowerPoint, out. ain't it? Yeah, well, it got, uh, no, uh, Mac, you can get PowerPoint for Mac, but it, they got the, uh. No, no, I'm note. saying, Keep right, note. the majority of the work that you've done prior to yeah. this, your presentations have been PowerPoint, correct? Yeah. So, yeah, right, which goes to show you, yeah, you can utilize whatever is at your disposal. Not the trendy thing, not the thing that's in the thing that people have disposed of can still be utilized as a teaching tool slash weapon. So, that's you know, what it is they, for me. That's yeah. all it is is a weapon for me. Yeah, that's your sword, you know right. You know, I don't know already, just in case the motherfucking electricity go out, I, I got access to, to be able to teach in a multiplicity of ways and shit, you know. It's a costly thing, but even if the shit, if the lights went out, I'd still be able to teach the same thing because I I put it in differences of media. You know what I'm saying? Photos. Yeah. Put it on a CD. Take your photos to CD. You know what I'm saying? You know, that might be even better than even putting the shit on thumb drives and, and, and terabytes and all that shit. So his ways of preserving shit and just having it in the mind. But this is a this is a, a modern era of references and recording. And so, I mean, you know, you have to put that shit, you know, sometimes you have to write that shit down. You know, paper is still, you can keep paper shit. You can lose a file right. on the Internet with the quickest, yeah. uh, uh, you know, electric joke. Joke your goddamn computer. Yeah. Yeah, Burn they can, they can that. zap that. Yeah, they can zap that. Yeah, but so, you know what okay. you've written is yours, and you know we tell people all that. You know that's your spell. You feel me? You put your energy into it. You've carved uh, a wood because paper is just wood. So if you've carved your, you know, you carve wood. You know what I'm saying? You carved your intention into that wood. It's permanent. So right. the plant kingdom is is now what you're interfacing with. One of the oldest kingdoms. You putting mm-hmm. that lead on it, that Saturn, that's, you know what I'm saying, disciplining and all of these different things that we overlook as so unconsequential are actually the things that we prided ourselves upon as an ancient people because we knew this was the science. Right. The science is not the shit that they doing at MIT. That's confusing. The science is very simple, and it could be done in nature with none of that shit. Right. That's true so, indeed. I agree with that. I agree with that. I agree with that. You know, science is the basis of just knowing. How you get right. to the answer is on you, long as you got a, a, a method that you can show us of how you, That's right. you know, trial and error. Well, you know, how trial did you, you, how did you test point? it? Yeah. yeah, that's all. That's all science is. And so the methodology is is different amongst the people. You know, the white man, uh, science, he's finding everything. We didn't, the shit was there. We didn't have to look for nothing. So we don't have to have archaeologists. That's just one right. science we didn't have to have. The white man is the one digging up everybody's shit. So he developed 
archaeologist. That wasn't part of our sciences. Shit, you know what I'm saying? He right. always looking. His we understood, was yeah. Looking. We weren't looking for shit. We had already found it. You, you already found it. And our only thing was to understand our relationship to it. And you don't got to dig it up to understand right. the relationship to it. You know what right. I'm saying? So if somebody has no relationship to anything here, everything is foreign to him, so everything is needed for, uh, you know, investigation. And, oh, I discovered this. If it's bones, how the fuck you discovered it? Oh, yeah, man. They, they why, man. So <laughs> how silly. you discovered a bone that's been here? Like, come on, B, that's major arrogance. So, yeah, well, you know, Moses, you have to, you have to, you know, the white man, the basis of the white man's science is a lie. There's no doubt about it. I mean, he done been busted so many fucking times lying. He was, he lied about that one fossil find up there. I don't know if it was in France or somewhere, the Piltdown Man, because they was trying to claim the oldest bones on the planet, and so they created some shit. And it passed yeah. for a minute, then they came back through and caught and did all the testings and shit and found that it was a lot. But it had stood for a minute before they, you know, they did the research and found that it was a lot. You see, plan uh, parenthood. Who you think put that shit together? Scientists and shit, you know? You know, they was all in cahoots about that shit. Science well. said... You know, blacks was, you know, the white man science well, that blacks was three pills of a motherfucking man. So, yeah. I, I did so. some research recently about the police department, and mm-hmm. I had to research broken window policy, which is out here in New York, what they have implemented to uh, create this thing called quality of life crimes. You know, they're locking niggas up for jaywalking, right. lock, locking niggas up wearing your pants low, you know, loitering, all of these things that Giuliani brought forth to create an atmosphere where they are not policing lifestyle. So you got a two-finger ring, you know, if the police stop you and you ask them what you stopping you for, that's, they consider that, uh, you know, a disorderly conduct. So they can write you a ticket or stop and frisk you and all of these stupid things and shit like that. So I'm doing the research on where did these things come from and these policies were implemented in the 70s, you know what I'm saying, and they were recommended to the to the police by social scientists. Mm-hmm. By social scientists. So these social scientists, the same way that we talk about hip-hop, right, and a lot of people are up in arms about where hip-hop is as an art form, and I tell people you need to look into the white paper that was put together for Clive Davis in the 70s by a Harvard think tank. Social scientists put together a white paper for Clive Davis on how to hijack black music at that time because the revolution had a soundtrack out of the 70s. And they was like, yo, you got to cut this at the motherfucking knees or you're going to have a problem. So their think tanks, their social scientists are the ones that implement the policy and they give it to the policy enforcers and the politicians run it to, you know, Right. The people that they have that's going to run the baton and, and, and play the plays who are none the wiser, you know what I'm saying? And right. I've explained to people because this shit is a machine, you know what I'm saying, because it, it's a corporation that has no soul in it, 
it has to be operated through through code. So they're programming right. it through code. They write codes and statutes. They program the machine. You see these police officers, they're the last ones on the pecking order, and they're like robots. They can only follow commands like robots. So if you change any of that code, if you tweak it, then they won't be able to operate in that same capacity. Thus, right. de Blasio is saying, I'm not going to outlaw the chokehold, even though they're saying it's illegal in the NYPD, so why would not make it a motherfucking crime then? Yeah, because their whole shit touchy. is like, we can't touchy change the code. It's a touchy issue for white people because, I mean, it's visible. We got the shit on camera. But at the same time, as you saying, corporation, I'm going to use the term power. And it's all about power and nothing else. It's about maintaining power and mm-hmm. expanding power. And the white man is not about to allow niggas to usurp him out of power. Yeah. That's the no, he don't, he don't relinquish shit. Yeah. No, There's no policy to support that. That's right. And then you, you and I'm in agreement with you. They're going to put the, you write out the calls out. They're going to send it down to the ranks and files, the chain of command, and they go to the bottom. That's why I've always said that the white man is not going to convict his soldiers for doing what the fuck he told them to do. That's, I mean, no army going to do that. And so we got to quit thinking that we can apply spiritual laws to the white man, cultural laws to He don't give a fuck about that. He's not playing by that. You cannot use the Ten Commandments, the teachings of Jesus and Muhammad towards the no. white man. He could care less about that shit. No. You understand his, what his, I'm saying? His commandments is the rule of law, That's and right. he represents a direct contradiction in his own society to where he calls you as a separation of church and state because under his law, right, that he operates under and he tells you everyone else has to adhere to, he says there's nothing above the law, not even God. So if your commandments are telling you put nothing before God, aren't you in direct conflict by following this motherfucker's laws and that's your own or your own commandments? So that's how he creates. It's a hmm? total contradiction. Well, he out, see, the thing is that it was all right to be Christian when when America started because there was no religious, no other religion over here but Christianity. Might have been a few little Quakers and this, that, and the third. But see, and so the white Christianity served him well. It wasn't no major thing about church and state. Now they have to cut that shit up because they didn't invite so many other motherfuckers over there, over yeah. here. So they could get the same client. So religion, in that sense, has outlived its usefulness. He can't use that religious shit as over for him because he didn't invite too many more. I mean, well, that's not too many because he didn't invite nobody. But I'm just talking about from a power standpoint, he didn't invite Hindus. He didn't invite Muslims. He didn't invite Buddhists. He didn't invite all these other motherfuckers over here. So it must, most definitely must be, you know, where... You know, that's something you enforce now. Back then, when it was just all white Christians, they didn't give a fuck about it. They didn't have to. They put the fucking Ten Commandments right up there after the goddamn capital building. They didn't give a fuck. That's why he doesn't derive his semblance of power from that place. His God is a different God. His government ordinance department 
and he rules by what? Rule of law, which is backed up by military force. That's so right. everywhere that he goes around the planet, you know what I'm saying, his shit is about implementation of empire through military force, right? That's right. Where diplomacy fails, okay? Where diplomacy fails, it ain't really fucking dip- violence. It ain't, ain't really dip- diplomacy. He didn't sent your ass. Uh, he didn't sent your. He put the call out, nigga. Open the door. Are we kicking it in? That ain't even really diplomacy. No, no, I'm saying <laughs> it's, 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 it's about it. yeah, on, on, on the surface. Block. On the surface, he'll present it yeah, as diplomacy. So diplomacy fails, military prevails. You know what I'm that's saying? Right. All you know, day sending long. them folks. Yeah. Oh, you can't get a McDonald's up in America here. America is nothing <laughs> but wrong, man. America is no different. It's an extension of Rome. They operate the same way. You know, they're motherfuckers. And they, I mean, America is so fat, a glutton. The motherfucker feed off of every resource in the world, so they got to have it. They military, when you look at a lot of their military hardware, the resources to make that hardware come out of Africa, uh, particularly the Congo, especially with that cobalt and shit yeah. like that. That cobalt is a real one of the major uh, uh, minerals, minerals that they need yeah. to deal, deal with supersonic shit. When you talk about them supersonic planes and all that, yeah, all that, shit, yeah. yeah, they need that shit. So, I mean, I mean, right there, you know what I'm saying? Right there, you, you, you listen. It's all about power. Back to the main thing. It's all about power. And when you realize what it takes to maintain power, I look at the white man. And the shit he do to us, the motherfucker got to do. You can't sit up here and put no morality. Oh, you God. Motherfucker God. And God ain't nowhere. I said it. Okay? This mm-hmm. motherfucker fighting for his existence. He don't give a fuck about none of that. He know if he relinquished power at any time, more likely... What what is known as a Caucasian today will go extinct, period. Because they they on top. You see what they doing over in France? They trying to get a war started over there, right now. Yeah. They need America. The America need for France to come on in. So they didn't pull this bullshit off over there. Now they amped up. You know what I'm saying? Everybody yeah, they amped, amped up. up. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, a heartbeat. A heartbeat. Go. You know. Right before they pull that stunt, France was saying, "What, yo? You need to recognize Palestinian Palestinian statehood." You know what I'm saying? They voted at the UN and shit like this, and in a matter of days, you know, you had the situation where they like, "I right, shit, we might need to go to motherfucking war against Islam." Like for real? Hey, that's all it is. It's the Crusades. It's it's a continuation of the Crusades. And I was about you know to ask I'm you saying? that. I'm glad you segued to that. When you mentioned Rome. Um, but America you know, is Rome in every aspect. It, right. it, it moves just the same. You know yes, what I'm saying? It's all same. about military. And then you you apply the uh, the American concept of, of government and rule in those nations, which were economically tied back to America, and that's how they're going to stranglehold a motherfucker from that economy. They're going to pull all of your resources out of the country and sell it at a higher price to other nations, even sell it back to you. Back to you. 
at a inflated price. Rate. Yeah. At the same rate. At the same price. So that's how they do. And they're and they not coming out of that. Most people got to recognize that the reason why America is on top today because it had so many blacks that it worked for so many hundreds of years for free. And another key thing is that America, I mean, Britain and all of them motherfuckers that brought slaves in here to America, they bought, brought some of the best minds in the African world, okay? That's got to be clear. You understand what I'm saying? That's particular Indeed. about yes. America. Most of like most of them other nations down there, they 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 brought them Africans over in large lots. So they've been chilling with each other for the period that they've been brought from Africa to them islands. They so they to themselves. Like you got Jamaicans. They Jamaicans. They didn't made up. They didn't be uh, not made up, but. They didn't built up their own culture that distinctively right. separate them from they the have, other islands. They have something unique unto themselves. Right. But, see, the thing about America, through the Willie Lynch, they was buying in small lots. So, right. you don't, you know, they was buying from all over because they didn't want the type of uh, revolts that was happening down in South America. When you buy in large lots, People are brothers and sisters, family. They speak the same language. They can organize much better than Africans that's coming from all over the place and they don't understand each other's language, and that becomes a barrier. And so that's what Willie Lynch was trying to teach these northern crackers to keep that shit from happening up north. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Because these crackers up here have brought so we was the dominant race here for a long time. The slaves outpopulated the Peckerwood. And so they was they had to come up with a plan on how to con- contain these revenge seeking niggas. Okay? They all out in the bush at night after that the work is done and they can hear these niggas is upset and so they can't even go to sleep at night. You see what I'm saying? But at the same time, as the, what I want to go back to is that the best mind from all over Africa was brought here to America, the best mind. And that's why we are achieving on a greater level. Than, and that's not to say, and, and that's just the way it is. And what makes it so beautiful is that we come from damn near every tribe. In Africa, a lot of people want to focus on West Africa, but West Africa is where the boats left and docked. But the people came far away as East Africa. Right, the entire diaspora. That's right. They came from South Africa, the South African portion of the continent, and they came from the North Africa. They was bringing slaves from all over Africa, and they brought them back. By uh, Cause, cause, the camel and whatever, you know, right. how they my, my thing is right. Even with the argument being made about people say the majority of quote unquote slaves were extracted out of West Africa, and we know that we are migratory people. Are you saying that prior to that particular late ass date and our evolution as a people, none of us ventured 
to the West. So even okay. if they snatch oh, from the West, everyone okay. is in the own West Africa when we were the merchant people and we were trading and going everywhere. That should not make sense. Man, that, come on, man. At that time, shit, Timber, I mean, people have to understand during the, the, the uh, African slave trade, shit, Africa was having the golden age at the same time. They in the interior. You know, they are, you know, Dr. Clark talked about that, that they didn't have a communication network that, you know, the type that they needed because they could have easily went to the coastline and crushed them crackers from the very beginning, but that didn't happen. But at the same time that they had the African slave trade, shit, Ghana, where, uh, uh, Mali, uh, Song High, I think it's Song High, was in the golden age at the same damn time. And right. so this, you know, uh, Timbuktu was, at that time had became the Memphis or, you know, the thieves of the African world. Shit, that's where scholars, and, you know, it was the place that where it was popping off. And so, you know, any time where it's, it's a place like that, such as a New York, such as a Chicago or L.A., a major megatropolis like that, you're going to mm-hmm. have people come from all over the damn all world. All over, right. Yeah, be It's going to be a metropolis, you know what I'm saying? Right. A metropolis is comprised of all different variants, you know, culture and people and travelers and people coming to do commerce and people coming to learn and all of these things, you know what I'm saying? That's but right. you made a very interesting point. And I want to use that point to segue into my next question. You were speaking about the fact that when they did come in, you know what I'm saying, more than likely, the only way that they were able to overcome us in that particular situation is that there had to be some sort of inner conflict at the time where our communication system wasn't effective enough to work. You know what I'm saying? So this is a kind of thing that we also see in more Spain. And we also see, you know, everywhere where these conquests take place, even, you know, the quote-unquote Mayans and Incans when they was telling their story in Apocalypto, you know, they was in fighting and the Europeans showed up, you know what I'm saying? And all of these people who have been known to have a strong connection to spirit and a strong connection to nature, you know, because people be like, yo, how come the niggas ain't know if they were so tight with, you know, with, with, with nature and they were so tight with their spirit realm, you know what I'm saying? How didn't they know that the Europeans were coming? And what we see in common with all of these particular people is because they was in fight and it was going at one another's throat to a degree. So today, 2015, you know, a lot of people's argument when they look at the conscious community, they're like, yo, people is going at one another's throat and this dude is advancing. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you cognizant of what's going on? Do you see the parallels? Like, these are some of the questions that people ask routinely. Um, now, as somebody such as yourself who, you know, is at the center of the community in regards to somebody that people look at as the general, you know, what are your feelings towards that? Do you feel that the debate platform or what people might perceive as the non-unity between the different quote-unquote factions, do you think that that's a distraction that if not, you know, nipped in the bud will serve us as a disservice if our enemy is encroaching? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's always going to be 
in anything, in any living thing. Yes. Where there's going to be some going back and forth amongst the brothers, sisters too. It ain't that that ain't got shit to do with nothing. You know, all uh, all living things fight and struggle amongst one another, and that and sometimes that's to keep the top at the top. Okay, weak niggas don't deserve to fucking exist at this point in time. So, I mean, nature is doing what the fuck it's supposed to do. Take the weak motherfuckers up off of here. That's the way it is, man. God is cruel, man. Life is cruel. And so I do believe that, you know, it was some, you know, what not what's natural. It was some infighting in Africa. But when you look at what happened to Africa, this was a, a kick, though. This wasn't just because it didn't make no difference. Uh, I mean, are we to demonize ourselves to the point that we would believe Africa would be so ignorant and so stupid from north? They, they took over the whole fucking continent. So that ain't had, they, they didn't give a fuck what was going on in Africa, whether it was uh, peace, whether it was brother against brother. When them crackers left Europe, before they got off the table of discussion, they already knew what the fuck they was coming for, what they wanted, the, the Jews, they all that shit, and they didn't give a fuck. They came with everything that they could throw at Africa. So this, we got to quit blaming this shit on ourselves. Look what they did to Saddam Hussein. Okay, look what they Yeah, them motherfuckers over there fighting. But the the operation to go over there and kick that man's dough in, them crackers had decided that they didn't give a fuck that it was certain shit in that nation in order for these motherfuckers to continue to live like they they living to, today that they had to go over there for the sake of power, kick that motherfucker dough in and take his shit and hang his ass on national TV and blame him for everything, this is what they do every nation they go in. This is nothing new. Look at what they did to the Indian. Look how they wiped their ass out. Look what they did to the blame the Indian. Was they fighting amongst one another? You know what I'm saying? This motherfucker did this shit not only to us. We got to quit. And that's why that that's something you should put out there, that he didn't just jump on us. This motherfucker took over the world. So was everybody else living like we was living? Were they just as ignorant? Were they fighting amongst each other too? Do we do we we look at the Indian, we give them they we give them they Holocaust, but then when we look at ourselves, and that's crackatosis, because reality he took over the world. But we don't put that shit on the Indian. We don't say that because they were fighting amongst one another that they were responsible for. We look over at everybody else's Holocaust. We give them theirs, but then when we try to, when it comes to ours, we got to make up an excuse to take the white man off the hook. That's what I look at. You understand what I'm saying? So whether a All right. Yeah, you know, I just wanted to bring that out, brother. That's that's niggeritis. 
That's Krakatosis and niggeritis, man. Straight up. Well, motherfuckers are that 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 nigga shit. Always trying to blame the man. This man he kicked the man dough in and raped his wife and daughter, slayed his son, took the man animals, took every motherfucker, took his land, denied him right to his own ancestors' land. I mean, goddamn, man, this is and he like I say, he didn't did this shit all around the world. He got motherfuckers colonized from Japan into the South Pacific, all off into uh, the uh, uh, Pacific. This motherfucker got islands in the Pacific, Atlantic. This motherfucker got colonies all over the world, okay? So, I mean, it, it, it was something that was, was devised in Europe long before they left. Long before they, this motherfucker didn't come down there playing with these Millions of niggas, they didn't come leave Europe playing. They knew when they came down, they had all the heat they needed. Okay, you got to understand them damn ships they had them cannons on, them at that time was battleships. So, I mean, let me ask you something. A lot of people say we was selling each other. Okay, if we were selling each other, all you had to do was just show up with the money and buy your motherfucking slave. Why they come with the gun? If we were selling motherfuckers, huh? Why didn't they just show up and, 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 and just pay for the slaves like everybody else? So if we were selling slaves, he still took our shit because we were selling selling slaves, and all they had to do is show up with the money. So if they right. came, well, why did they come with the motherfucking gun? Why do a nigga put a gun on him, man? A motherfucker about to he's fearing for yeah. his life, or he know he about to go do some bullshit. Okay, he gonna take something or use whatever something. he needs and do he mm-hmm. accomplish whatever it is he trying to do. But it's usually to keep a motherfucker from retaliating for, for what he about to do. So if a nigga put a heat on him when he left Europe and he loaded them ships up with them cannons. He knew he was coming down there to take something. And he knew that in order to have all them guns, he knew he was going to meet motherfucking resistance when he came to take it. Okay, so that killed that shit. Okay, if you selling slaves, motherfucker, they selling shoes downtown right now. Nigga, go down there with your money, get the motherfucking shoes. Go down there, get whatever you want, you can buy if they selling it. So if, if if Africans were selling Africans, why didn't they just show up in Africa and buy the slaves? Why did they show up with the guns? That's bullshit, man. They took us from Africa unwillingly, right. unwillingly. Now, I know some evil motherfuckers, but I ain't never known no nigga that just wake up one morning and say, you know what, I feel like selling granny. I feel like selling Uncle Uncle Billy. Or whatever the fuck is. <laughs> what make a nigga wake up and say, I want to sell one of my folks? That is some ill shit. I couldn't even conceive right. one of our people even closely or remotely in a practice like that. Now, I know mm-hmm. once after the the slave trade went on and they began to consume the African mind, you started seeing clones of niggas that have been trained mm-hmm. and raped by the enslavers' mind. And so at that point in time, Africans began to 
on a larger scale be involved, either going into the interior and kidnapping. But this is long. But but we talking about at the latter end of slavery. But when you're dealing with the earlier years of slavery, all you're going to read about is revolt, revolt, motherfucking revolt. Just like when you go overseas and them crackers run up in Iraq, what did they do? They let them shoot up in there. They talking about this is the quickest cannonball run from the goddamn Persian go straight to Baghdad. It never been done any quicker. And they let them do it. And they let them park. They let them park the motherfucking trucks and everything that they roll in, and then they started guerrilla warfare on their ass. You see how ain't no nation, do you hear me? Ain't no nation today will let America go in there without some guerrilla warfare. So we should expect the same from our people too. And then after a while, look at what it looked like. You see, the even though we know it ain't the Middle East, but we know what it looked like when, you know, as far as the Arab and the white man and went in there. And the Arab is a usurper, but he had it for a minute. And so the white man then went over there and destroyed that shit. The only nation over the only, I'm going to end on there, I'm going to let you come in. The only nation over there that's somewhat still intact is Iran. And we'll, we'll consider Turkey, too. Turkey and Iran, but the rest of that shit over there, man, that shit done been demolished. It done been demolished. You see what I'm saying? So that's what they do. And so I don't know why we would look at our slavery and blame that shit on ourselves. That's ridiculous. And that's why one of the main reasons we can't get up off our motherfucking ass and fight this fight because we don't want to pick no motherfucking enemy. The only enemy we want to pick is ourselves, ourselves. And in 2015, the best a nigga can do is blame the African slave trade on the, Afri- on the Africans. Nigga, we lost. Nigga, you lost. Nigga, you can't even be helped. That's the way I look at it. In 2015, nigga, you can't even be helped. It's enough scholarship out there where uh, a novice African, you know, someone in the culture, a novice can catch that. You see what I'm saying? So I'm going to end on that note. We got to quit being, we got to quit being infected with this crackatosis and niggeritis. Okay? The niggeritis is when you want to blame everything bad on black people. And the crackatosis is the worship of white people. Okay? And they both connected. Okay, they both connected. If you got one, it's almost a guarantee that yeah, you got yeah. the other. Crackatosis and niggeritis. <laughs> that should sound clinical. It is, and we got the and we got one of the only known cures on the planet over here at the BPC. We'll get your ass right. We'll tighten your ass up quick, nigga. For real, get all that shit up out. We got to get that shit up out of us. You understand? I mean, look at what they're doing to us all over the country. They did that shit in Africa. Ain't nothing changed how they shooting us down. Look at that. These these young boys and young queens ain't did shit to these police. They shooting them down. So what you think they was doing in Africa? Got one slave dungeon for the babies, one slave dungeon for the women. 
one day was breaking us up and doing slavery. They was they was already implementing a lot of that shit on that on on the coast of Africa long before they even brought us over here. When they put us down in the goddamn ship, they put the, the babies in one, the women, and I don't understand how you could separate the babies. So how do they expect them babies to, to eat? I mean, I, it had to be some sisters over there, but I didn't see mm-hmm. image where it was just all babies. So we don't know what the cracker feeding our babies, what the fuck was going on. You understand what I'm saying? So this 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 is the look at look at what happened to the Jew. Then nobody blamed they motherfucker and them was some stupid motherfuckers. Cause the Germans and all the motherfuckers over there was sending sending them hits. Like bitch, get on up out of here. We tired of you motherfuckers coming over here and taking over the economies of our countries. And shit, and you know they were sending them messages, and they stayed over there, greedy, uh, greedy, evil motherfuckers, even to their own brothers, until they get. But don't nobody blame that shit on them. They get their Holocaust right. Museum. They get their Holocaust Museum, even though it happened in Germany. They got hundred million dollar museums right here in America, and yeah. the American Everybody tax uh, one in New York. Everywhere they, I said everywhere that they're at, they have a museum. Yeah, they got a big one in New York. With a step yes, pyramid do. on the motherfucker, on top of it. With a step pyramid on top of it. And you go inside, and they calling out all them German motherfuckers. The one thing about the Jew, he called them Germans out by name. Swanson, Swanson, mm-hmm. or whatever the motherfucking name. Put his mm-hmm. put his fucking picture up there. Put his name up there. To tell you what camp he was at, what he did, how many Jews he supposedly killed. You know why they ain't gonna give niggas the same money, the same right to have a Holocaust museum because you will be putting their great grandmammies and their great grandpappies up there on that wall, and then you'll be put and showing the world how wicked they they grandmothers and grandfathers yeah. were. And so they're not they ain't gonna let, let you shit on their bloodline. Huh? They ain't gonna let you shit on the bloodline. No, they have to keep the that? bloodline intact. But Who's see, gonna do but that? That's what that's that's we have to go back to power. It ain't about right or wrong. You might say that's wrong. They don't give a fuck. You're not about to shit on my mom. That's all they say. And I, mm-hmm. I'm the motherfucker in charge, and whether they did it or not, I don't give a fuck because they set me up to be in power, so it's a beautiful thing. They don't give a damn those same crackers that you can look at on them on them photos hanging our four mothers and four fathers. That's right. They got them same peck of woods on their wall as they grandmamas, they granddads, they uncles, and they, they aunties. They are 70 and 80-year-old right now. You understand me? Right. So people fail to realize, yeah, those same faces that you're seeing in the crowd, they're, quote-unquote, what you consider elders of their community at this particular point. That's right. So if if, if they're not retired, if they're not dead, how can the whole attitude behind what you're seeing have gone anywhere. It wasn't forced out of them. Nobody whooped it out of them. They had to change their heart because you got a black president? Like, come on. Like, or they got into the Cosby show and they fell for Bill Cosby. That's more the lame duck. He ain't here. 
He don't mean nothing. He was, he didn't, you know, he, he, I, I, they're going to make the corrections or wherever they need to make, you know what I'm saying, to make sure that it's going in the direction that they needed to go in. You know what I'm saying? So Marcus Garvey, anonymous, always said that it wouldn't make no difference of a nigga because, you know, in reality, Obama ain't in. You know, we keep saying that, but his mama is a European. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and I don't understand why people didn't understand that that he's not a black man. I mean, the first thing you check, you want both mama and daddy, but the first one you check with, because you're going to know for sure, is his mama. And so people keep letting the man by, and he was just a trick, trick bag. I understand the man got a black wife. He got black daughters, and we, and we try to respect, have some respect for the man. But the resume was consistent to what we thought the nigga was going to do. He have not done a motherfucking thing for black people. When, when, when a white man get in power, he looks out wherever his constituents come from, his state, he going to make sure they flip. That his people get the most when goddamn Bush was in power. All them goddamn crackers in Texas got filthy motherfucking rich. Them motherfuckers went to Iraq and got filthy motherfucking rich. So the first thing you going to feed is your constituents, your home base. This nigga ain't done mm. shit for black people, man. Nothing monumental. Nothing at all, man. You know what I'm saying? We ain't asking you motherfucker to... To paint the White House black, but motherfucker, we asking you to give us some key steps in trying to get our shit together, man. Give us some, you know, some business loans, some business training, you know, you know, find a way so we can own some of these houses and shit, and so we can have something to pass down to our baby. What the fuck? This nigga can't even go into Chicago, his home front, and you got all these killings, and all he has to do is show up. Maybe two, three times a year, keep some some type of program consistent for the people to let them know he give a fuck about Chicago. Do you think that weak ass nigga could do that? He couldn't even do that in in the murder capital. So right hmm. there, it's a failure. His whole from that standpoint, his whole motherfucking term is a failure because you're gonna be judged first by how you perform on the home front, okay? Now, who who in Chicago he, he feeding as far as black? Yeah, man, that nigga feeding them goddamn uh, uh, mafia motherfuckers up there. That's who the fuck he feeding. He ain't feeding no niggas because Chicago need, we all need help. But when you see our family being murdered like that to the point that the cracker talking about bringing the National Guard in. He ain't doing this. He letting this shit happen like that. So why won't this motherfucker come yeah. down? They talking about bro, your people's there, nigga, your house there. Why don't you try to go in there and stop that from happening? Where you got to bring the National, you don't want that in your home city and you the president, nigga. What the fuck is wrong <laughs> with you? That's a total breakdown of leadership, okay? Total breakdown That brings me uh that brings me into this next question that I wanted to ask you. 
I okay. heard on um, <clears throat> Brother Rich's on on the program that you did with Brother Rich, you covered this topic, but because you brought up the European and his um his participation in protests and his participation in quote unquote hashtag Black Lives Matter, and the fact that you know um this this new this current wave that we saw in 2014, we saw an uptick in their um quote unquote we saw their um an uptick in just their participation. Like they were front line at all of these marches. In New York they were having die ins with niggas and laying out and you know and you know, my brother did a video where he was he went down to one of the marches and were interviewing them and they were talking about you know, we're doing this because of white privilege, and, you know, we were doing this because we can't sit back and watch this thing happen, and we want justice and things like of that nature. I want you to address that for our brothers and sisters who under that uh, or may have not realized what was going on, at you know, what, what kind of hand was being played. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, this is, that, that's, again, we're going to stay with the topic. We, we're dealing with power. And sometimes, yeah. you know, when when you see a people in a province, a province, city, or county that looking like they arrived, you are first, especially if it's against the government, first and foremost, and the police of the government. You understand what I'm saying? You will try all tactics before you 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 tend to go to all out, you know, military control. Okay, and so if they can send some white people in to look like they down for it, then you won't fight all white people. You'll be confused. You'll be a confused nigga. You'll stop and try to make an assessment on whether this peck of wood is good because you got a confused understanding of what this shit is about. If you know it's about power, then you think power. And you know how power motherfuckers play. And that's why, you know, the streets is such pivotal, a pivotal learning tool. Because we use power, we just use it on ourselves. You know, really what niggas is doing, was doing in the streets with the dope gang, that shit had been handed down by the cracker. Because that's how the cracker was handling shit. You see what I'm saying? And so, and so, you know... That's a means. That's a means to where you don't you don't necessarily want to have to use your soldiers. You, the art of war is to take a, a nation without even moving a motherfucking finger a lot of time. And you know that's the way you deal with it. How you can bring a situation under the control. And that's what they did. They send white people down, Chinese people down, and make it seem like it's not a racial thing which it is a racial thing. And when it come push, come to shove, if that white man do have to choose ultimately between his brother and you, you going to lose. That's, just, that's a given, okay? Right. That's a given. So it is a tactic to make niggas believe that there are some white people that is for them, okay, when it is not. And when you do that, Okay, say Vincent is just it's all black. You might be talking about man, any motherfucker pecker will come through split his shit. But then when you got some that down there 
smiling and beguiling, talking that Christianity shit, and you believe this shit, then you're going to stop. You 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 ain't going you ain't gonna have that 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 straight let's get down and take care of this shit mentality. You gonna have uh how are you doing? You know you a good yeah I'm a Christian yeah I believe in Jesus yeah I don't understand what's going. I wish we can all live together this that and the third. And if you got that Christian gene in your heart, you gonna be more prone to try to love. Be peaceful. If the motherfucker come and say he loved Jesus, you believe in Jesus, that's going to have you let down your guard. That aggressive nature that you originally had, that you had, that you was going to take. Now, when they burnt the shit down, this, that, and the third, and it was just them, before anybody showed up, before anybody showed up, that was the raw shit. But then when all these niggas started coming from out of town, Photo ops, you got motherfuckers coming from all different cities. Bitch wouldn't stand up in his own city, but he'll run to somebody else's city and talk about fighting the motherfucking whole family back in the city he come from under total siege. Police doing just as much killing in the city he came from. He going to go down there. They're going to do all this shit, really no organizing with the grassroots. It stops that. Who doing all the organization? All backed and funded by European motherfuckers. Come on down. Let's talk about it. Let's do this. Let's do that. Nigga, that's a whole goddamn program that they bring in. And when they do it, you think they're trying to make peace and they investigate niggas. They asking all type of questions about who do you think would do this, that, and the third can you get, right, you know, right. and they easing in there, and, and, and that's all. That's it's, it's a whole CIA thing, and, it, and they make you believe that something positive is coming out of that. And all of them motherfuckers is agents. It's a whole program. And now where we at right now, do you hear any fires burning? you hear any fires burning? No, you don't hear nah. no fires burning. You, don't, you ain't heard one peck of wood. Got his hair split for that boy. No, they 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 water they, no they waterboarded and ice bucket challenges that. You know what I'm saying? They damped that out real quick. Now, so, I mean, that's the reality of it. You ain't got no dead white people. How's that a revolt? Come on, man! Shit, the man was killed by a police officer, a white man. Okay, you don't go jump on the the stove. <laughs> he didn't kill the boy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So there it is. There it is. Now, you've had past experience in um, St. Louis. You know what I'm saying? You've been through there a few times. Can you speak to the character of what our St. Louis family's about? You know, what exactly hey, was going Louis on prior? Yeah, St. Louis is one that is a hard rock. Midwest city is bricks, niggas and bricks. You know what I'm saying? So that whole, that, you know, this Midwest area is got some some hard nosed cities. It's just all it is to it: Detroit, Chicago, uh, St. Louis, Cincinnati, Cleveland, all up through this area. So these is Midwest hard rock cities. And ain't them, them niggas over there in St. Louis is about it, about it. You know what I'm saying? And they and they didn't they didn't hit murder capital status. 
you know, a year or two, I've seen, you know, so it get wild over there. You know what I'm saying? But it's it, it's a mirror image of most, you know, what you would call mid, you know, mid-sized to big cities. They're going through all the same shit, you know, that any other city is going through, but they had a certain point that we're not at because they was ready to burn the bitch down. But at the same time, we got to we it, it, it's bigger than that in 2015. You know, we have to have a program to where if we have to deal with this beast, it's gonna be the last time. Because it, it ain't no coming back together. That's why I keep trying to tell niggas that. You know, you can't be throwing motherfuckers just burning down. We way past that. Either you gonna take what this motherfucker owe you, or you will never get it. Okay, I don't give a fuck what program you got. If you ain't got no, if that don't work, a clause in it, I'm going to have to do what the fuck I'm going to have to do, then you're not going to ever get it because the white man is strictly moving on power. That's what it's about, and maintaining and expanding power for his children as long as possible. Okay, so he's not going to give us shit, and we too far and even though we, you know, our greatness shines sometimes. And a lot of people think we can exist off of greatness. And so the greatness will give us an illusion, you know, that, you know, we could just continue to just be superstars and, and we, you know, that shit is an illusion. It's only a few niggas on TV, few niggas in the movies, few niggas on the mic. Okay, it's not that's not gonna work. That illusion is over. We need land. We need our own government. We must have it. We must have it. We can't live under nobody else. We got to have right. our own nation with our own rules. That in right. our own culture. So, you know, on your travels around the country, you said you hit twenty spots last year, and I know that your calendar's full for many years prior to that. You know, what is the general consensus of the family? Are they ready for this? Do you have any plans yourself in your mind in terms of your vision about implementing this? You know what I'm saying? What's the first step that we take? Well, you know, I, I you know, personally what I was thinking is that, you know, we have to start investing in Africa in a way that we can afford. Motherfuckers, you know, you have to start small with these, right. with our folk. You know what I'm saying? And and let them see the power in the moves that they could make. And so one of the things that I'm going to be pushing it this year is buying stock into upcoming African co- uh, companies and existing companies that look, you know, sound and solid. They're looking like it can expand in the future. We need to start buying African stock. You know, that's one thing we could Indeed. do. Because, you know, if, you know, stock don't, you know, cost all, you know, a stock could be $100, a stock could be $10. You know what I'm saying? But in some capacity, we need to be investing in Africa. You got to start somewhere. We could sit up here and say we're going to buy some land. Nigga, we ain't going to get shit because you ain't going to get enough motherfuckers because we ain't got enough motherfuckers. After all the talking, you didn't have individuals do something. But as a people, we have done shit. 
You understand what I'm saying? Because now right. is probably more the time that people is ready to do it. We've been we was duped. We were we was misled in the civil rights movement. So Man, when we had yeah. the Garveys, the Elijahs, all the brothers, even a noble Drew Ali, he was talking nationhood. That was the catch word. And they did not want niggas talking about nationhood. See, right. we start talking about nationhood and we start talking integration with the white man. And and from that point or the Martin Luther Kings and all them motherfuckers that fought for it to this point, that is the disaster of integration and and, and, and trying to be a part of America. Thinking we were sick. And and that's the reality. We just now waking up again. And see, the thing is, what's so devastating, and they did all that marching too. All them niggas in the civil rights movement, them motherfuckers doing all the marching too. I watched the movie Selma. I watched the shit. And a couple of motherfucking marches. Martin Luther King decided not to be there, and they was out there busting their motherfucking head. I said, damn, Martin, you, <laughs> nigga, you dunking and dodging, nigga. Come on, dog, you ain't even at the motherfucking march, nigga. And then when you get there, nigga, you turn around. I say, oh, man, come on, Martin. Don't do me like that. But that's what happened. You know what I'm saying? They destroyed our education system. Nigga talking about they won't. Uh, independent African school. We had them. So you niggas wanted to be the Peckerwood, wanted to go live ne- near the Peckerwood, next door to the Peckerwood, drive the same car as the Peckerwood, and a lot of you niggas had the same woman as the Peckerwood. You understand? Everything white was right, and that's what niggas wanted to be. And then it took niggas up to this point to realize degree or no degree, black people is still the poor segment by far of this nation in, in comparison to to the effort and labor and technology and culture that it has given to this nation. That's ridiculous, man. It's totally ridiculous to continue to work for white people knowing that you already own more than half the nation by labor, sweat, blood. You own that. So if you don't make that motherfucker give you what you you know he owe you, you understand what I'm saying? You're going to have to make a motherfucker do that. You ain't going to yeah. think this man just going to give you his power. You ain't even going to, you shouldn't even expect that. That's ignorant. So a lot of people are not coming back to the understanding that it's about nationhood, because it is. And it is about Africa. We must go back to our motherland in some capacity, and I feel that one way, and there's many ways, that you you get you a, you get you a stockbroker, so you know how to manage, go online, manage. But we need to be doing this as a community. But do it first for yourself, so you can see the power in it. Take some of that money up out the Arab store. Take some of that money up out the Korean hand. Budget your money and say, you know what, I'm going to spend this um, uh, this amount of money 
fine stock. I can, these stocks right here is $15. Well, damn it, I'm going to give me 10 I'm going to give me 20 I'm going to give me 30 And then leave it there. Let it start moving. Watch, the, watch it go up and down. Then go into another com- company and buy some more stock, affordable stock. Do some research. Mm-hmm. See where these companies is going. See where, let's look at the resources of the product that the African company is selling. What is the future expectation and growth in selling this product and this resource? It looks Excellent. good. By 2025, this resource will be wanted all around the world. We need to invest in it now and put some stock in it and then go into another Africa. And when Africa see that we are investing in Africa, then they're going to reach their arms across the water even more than ever before. And so that's important. That's important. That's important. That's well, affordable, glad, brother. brother. Don't y'all believe? Is, is that not affordable? Is that not comfortable? Can we do that? That's, 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 that's so necessary. Absolutely. And then is, y'all um, come on with a show. Y'all come on with a show, and we'll discuss companies that we didn't do research in. I'm going to tell you like this. When I went to the mineral show last February, I linked up with Africans that have mines. That, okay. You know, they're pulling minerals out of the earth that they're selling. They got, um, they got diamond mines. They got gold mines. They got malachite. All of this stuff is considered commerce around the world. This is what China is over there getting. This is how... They actually, you know, trade their commerce. They they trade them in stones. They take the stones out the country instead of the money. So, you know, there are actual tangible companies that I can bring to the table that we can get involved with. And like you said, once we bolster these companies to a degree where they're like, yo, I seen 10, 15% increase in my profits, you talk of the town and thus the talk of the country, you know. And you start doing that as wise investment groups when you, because exactly as you they say, have technological that's right. companies that's coming right. up in Africa that they're just not telling us about. They that's have right. a part of yeah. China that is African. It's called Chakra City. We had a girl who lives in China now from here. She went to China. She set up her business. She's like, yo, it's Africans over there doing a thing. She's like, don't believe the hype. You feel me? So these are the things that we need to get involved with in regards to, you know. Just as as thriving as any other capital. Come on, man. Listen here. I mean, so it's only popping. So we have to show, but that's where we have to step up and show the young Africans the new Africa. You see what I'm saying? And that's that's the best way. I'm going to have my own particular economic group but I don't have no problem in sharing that with African people to where, and I won't have no problem uh, sharing some of my information with people. But if they want a a specialized, uh, you know, consolation, then you're going to come on in. We'll holler. You understand what I'm saying? Because I'm going to do the work. And so that going, you know, that going to come with a small price. You understand? I'm just going to be up front, but I guarantee you when you walk out of there, you'll know what the fuck, because I'm, I'm going to invest. You understand what I'm saying? And in doing that, doing the research and doing woosie woo, you know, uh, I'm going to be a ground, uh, 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 you know, a brother that's going to hunt out the facts 
You understand what I'm saying? You're going to make the connections because I'm going down this road. And so while I do this, I can help you, and I'm going to give people information, but I'm not going to give you everything. I'm not going to give you everything. Yes. You got to come. You got to come holler for the other shit. You know what I'm saying? For no real. But I'm going to give you the way. And I'm going to make sure that you can get on the way. Okay? Now, mm-hmm. when you want to go to the top, that's when you holler at me. <laughs> you see, when you're ready nah, to go to bro, the top. It's, it's, once again, you know what I'm saying? You know, I got to salute you because. It just shows that, you know, we, we on that path. We on a similar path. Right. And um, you know, I I like I'm excited because I look forward to um putting uh some work together with you yeah. because I know what it's gonna take. You know what yeah, I mean? I know sure. I know at the end of the day, I know the influence that you have on brothers and sisters in these hoods of America with a lot of expendable income, if you understand what I'm saying. They're yes, sitting sir. around with a lot of bread, and there's no direction. It's not about, you know, it's, it's we, we look, you know, a lot of people always demonize and throw our people under the bus when they just came from that, that side of town, you know what I mean, when they just came out of that life, and they don't understand that what brought us into consciousness or what woke us up were peculiar circumstances, but everybody is on their own path. Everybody woke up for different reasons. And if you wake up but you forget that you used to be asleep, that's where the problem lies. You know what I'm saying? A lot of our people forget that they used to be knuckle-dragging. A lot of our people forget that they used to sit around with shoeboxes full of money but didn't have nobody to listen to who would help get them and steer them in the right way about how to put that money in the right place so they could get out of that life. That's right. You know? Well, so, they, you know what? They hear They They listening. The streets listening. No, they, they are now. They on, yes. they, on, they on YouTube just as much as anybody else, so they listen. We expect great things, you know? I see it. You know mm. what I'm saying? But in saying that, to, to add this this cherry on the top of the economic club, when you start buying stock in the Africa, the things that you're looking for and asking for, they're going to give it to you. You see, because they see you interested in Africa. Buying the stock in Africa will also kill this misconception that blacks in America and Africa just don't get along, that we can't see eye to eye, and it's a misconception that one don't respect it because we, we're not building a serious relationship. And we letting these, these, stere- these lies and these stereotypes and all this white man created uh, racist fallacies to exist without destroying it with positivity. And so by starting to buy these stocks and things of the nature, the dialogue will start, and a lot of the things that we talk about, people wanting land in Africa, you will be invited home. So that's a simple way. If we start getting Africans to buy, you know, making that a a, a priority in a rights of passage system, these babies, all need to have stock. They need to have stock portfolios. 
You understand what I'm saying? All type of commerce, things that they could use, even in negotiation. You're going to need that for negotiation. When you show up, if we come back a thousand people strong and we embossed out, they'll listen to us. When we put our plan on the table, you see, that's leverage. You've invested in the country, yes. That's leverage. It, it you got to write at the table. So That's why and you bring the people together that's doing this collectively. When we step, we can step in saying that this we love Africa, we invest in Africa, and we have some ideas that we can share with you. We, you're doing a lot of great things, but we can help you in many ways to help you to be even greater. That's it. No We're doubt. not coming to try to be, we're we here to be African. We ourselves indeed, but we, we practice the basic customs of Africa just like everybody else. Seriously, we're here to invest and get so y'all tired of these motherfucking foreigners in here any goddamn way. Why don't And that's the reason, that's another reason they wouldn't even have to fuck with them motherfuckers if we had our minds right. Because we got, we got enough so-called money, so they say, to, I mean, they say the fifth law, which I don't believe. I believe that's a, 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 a urban uh, legend, you know, that we the fifth largest economy. And I look at the goddamn ratio of economic, uh, who who got the most in the white men, right. damn their gap, right. 98, 92, 93% of all the wealth in goddamn America. How the hell... We the fifth largest motherfucking economy. <laughs> I don't understand that. It's like that's a some shit. I just some math. I I can't figure out. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, we got enough to make an impact on what you know certain parts of Africa. We can make an impact on it. So start there this year. Find you a fucking st- a stock b- broker, a black one and let them guide you through the process on how to buy stocks. Uh, I, I believe they will have all the different African companies. It might be magazines. It was one economic magazine on Africa that you could get at Borders or any of the bookstores. You go in there. I don't know what it, it was called, but it's an economic book all about the upcoming businesses in Africa. You could that. You could request companies. To your uh, stockbroker, get it going. Then you can go on the internet, go on and sign in. Probably, probably just like you go to a bank or whatever, and get, you put your information in there, pull your stocks up, make your trades if you want to trade. Account. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's all you have to do. And once you get comfortable. Going in there, you might get comfortable doing it yourself, where you don't no longer need a stockbroker. You know what I'm saying? Right. You got enough Once information you to do yeah. it yourself. But if you need, you know, to be comfortable, get you a stockbroker, black one. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully you do that. Because the white man going to steer you in another direction any goddamn way. So try to go in there mm-hmm. with some companies that you already done research on so it don't you don't seem like you're totally ignorant about what you want to do. If they already figure you didn't did research, they'd be less, you know, you know, to try to run a game on you because they don't know yeah, what yeah. you know. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. So, 
So, exactly. you know, that's where it's at, family. And I think that if we can get enough people to do that, I mean, that's simple. If you can't get people to, and that's for their own individual benefit, if you can't get a motherfucker mm-hmm. to do nothing for himself, that's why I, I, yeah, I talk yeah. community, but I talk self. Because if a nigga won't do it for himself, self, then right. he come out into the community, and he'll he'll he anybody when we say black power, any motherfucker can get in the in the in the chat of black power and black power and black power. But when you watch these motherfuckers go back to their end of it, the nigga is weak in self. And so that's the misconception, you know, and people want to know why the community is not moving like it's supposed to because too many people that will come out to community and yell community back at home is weak itself. If you cannot go and take a couple of dollars to put in stock and bonds and whatever of African for your babies, put it on deck for them, keep it for them so they'll be already laying a resume in a place. If you can't do that, how the fuck is we going to talk about going to Africa? How are we going to talk about doing any of this shit when you can't for your own self and family do something as simple as that? I don't even want to talk. I don't even want to talk. You see what I'm saying? I don't even want to talk. So you can give these niggas all the information that you want. It takes the information plus will and determination. That's why Egypt looking back. People say, well, y'all didn't learn all the fame. That that wasn't going to make a nigga free. That just let him know where he's from. (laughs) He's still going to need will and determination and a plan to make this shit work. Mm -hmm. So you can have any of the information you want. If you lack will and determination, you ain't going no motherfucking where. So you gonna have right. to, you you didn't you didn't did Egypt, you didn't did, and we gonna continue to do Egypt. But we know the basic construct of Egypt. Now it's about will and determination to get back to the pinnacle of who we are as a people. Quit you quit using Egypt as some. So, um, you know, see, you know, you ride, you, you roll a ride, eat your ride, that don't mean nothing. We done defeated everybody with the knowledge. Our, our, our community has defeated these niggas. And because we lack the will and determination, to, that's why we have these beef, we have these debates with little niggas now. And they getting a chance because we're not moving. We move, we just standing still. And then, you know, if we should have took the shit and went on and did what the elders told us to do. But it wasn't our time because we didn't do it. We didn't do it. So, But today, I believe that today we have more Africans, young Africans, that are ready to take that step. I believe that. You know, it just wasn't that time. But today what? is the time. Today now, is the question, time. Right. To go a little bit further on the conversation, what do you think kills will and determination, and what will build it back up. You know what they did to the brother Eric Gardner, his brother Michael Brown? That's what destroys will, because we don't have justice. There's no my out in the land. And so when we continuously, and we continuously stuck in this poverty shit, you see, and, and you see 
generation after generation still in poverty. And then you got motherfuckers enforcing the state of poverty with religion. Nigga, you'll get it when you go. And so once motherfuckers know that this is they, this is they, uh, the, uh, what the word is, that this is the environment. This is the ecosystem for the nigga over here. That you're not coming out of that ecosystem. Niggas settle in. They settle in and they become the nigga that the white man created. The lazy nigga that don't do nothing. Nigga, the nigga can't count past uh, uh, 50. The nigga can barely put his name on the page. He don't even know how to write in cursive. The nigga, I mean, we can't even write a guy, you know, you, you make you believe you can't even do a lot of motherfuckers, yeah. you know, uh, a bank. No. I mean, you know how when you go in there, and so you won't even fuck with the bank. You won't deal with nothing. So that's the shit that's been taught to our people. You know, they, they wonder why we that way. Look at the Sambo shit. Look at the, the lazy nigga syndrome. Look at the, uh, uh, all the Kundaria shit that you see on them old movies where they taught us that we were just some silly niggas that we made jokes and shit and did all type of stupid shit on the movies. And so that was Africa to us. That was the history of the black race to us, okay? And so yes. once we took that for face value, that that was us, that killed a lot of will and determination in, in, in our people too. And the fact that we could get no justice. And another fact that our leaders, our greatest leaders, were assassinated and removed. You know what I'm saying? And when they remove the greatest of your leaders, then your major works, your major uh, movements, and your major organization die because they kill off your great mind. That kills the the will and determination, too, because there's no justice for the murder of our leaders. Look at our babies. There's no... There's no justice for our babies. Our babies being murdered in the street wholesale, and the white man can't do shit. But he'll go run over there to Syria and to Iraq to help to help some old Arab sitting in the middle middle of the desert and got shit to do with what's going on over here. But he'll go and won't do it for our babies. And we look and we got this shit on camera. We busted the cracker. He didn't. They didn't kill this man. They didn't choke this man. Right there, the man hands up. He said he can't breathe. Bitch, what's the problem? We got you on camera, and you know what? They walk. That kills will and determination. That kills it. You know what I'm saying? But people got to understand what the objective of the white man is and his power source and his psychological warfare that they act, that they're uh, inflicting on our people because they want to do that. They want to defeat you in your mind by not finding them crackers guilty even though they committed murder right there live on TV. That will kill will and determination, especially when you ain't got no external plan like like going back to Africa. If you ain't got no external plan and your whole life and your ecosystem is in in America, Nigga, you going to eat what the fuck they serve, or you gonna, uh, uh, either you're going to rise up and check the chest out of the eye with it. That's <laughs> it. That's it, you know? And we should use every science that we got for victory. No matter what field 
you own is still a battlefield. Whatever field you own is still a battlefield. The brothers that's in the cosmology is still a war in the cosmos. If it's a matter, if you're on the medical field, it's a medical war. It's a it's a drug war. Every field, if you own, if you at the right. university if, camp, if, if you're more, it's you're in court. War. It's if a war street, that motherfucking field. It's a war. It's a war on any. So you know? we should all be coming together, and not just coming together. That's it. We good. We good. We just need to fight. We need to, because the fight will rev up energy. If you want to be a little passive nigga, we don't need that right now. We need energy. And the fire going to come from the fight. The energy going to come from the fight. It will produce all type of fire atoms in the mind. Now, that fight. Indeed. That I fight heard you say have, something yes, sir. On, on Rich's show as well. You were speaking about synchronizing the working of the physical, the mental, and the spiritual planes out. How important is it for our people to get into some sort of physical regiment so they can start moving the blood and feeling that internal fire? You know what I'm saying? Like, talk to me about that. Well, when you look at, when you look at the greatest African civilization, they all had a spiritual base. That's just something we can't get around. And our war with religion is to reestablish that. We exist on the spiritual plane. We exist on the mental plane. We exist on the physical plane. It must be a balance. It must be a balance. And it must be an understanding when what at what time what card should be played. You know, and they all could be played. But sometimes you have to lead you have to you have, you got that lead card. You know what I'm saying? That you come out with. So I'm not one who is not spiritual, but religion has usurped spirituality to where you have to destroy and rebuild the understanding of what a religion is supposed to do for you first before you even get one. Nigga, you don't even know what a religion is supposed to do for you. And so when you get in without that, you become a slave to that religion. You become automatically a slave to that religion because you don't know what a religion and you you don't know the parameters of a religion. A religion ain't never supposed to usurp your in your innate spirituality because you come with that. No matter what, nobody you come with that. You already connected yes. to the universe to the Creator. And the you difference that, between right. God and the Creator is that God has an anthropomorphic image meaning he's in the image of a man. The creator is all-powerful, infinite. Ain't no boundaries, ain't no understanding that man could just run off the top of his head, and, and, and yeah. it's sufficient as a as a definition for the creator. So when you talk about God, right. anytime you see a God, usually it's an anthropomorphic image. God got an eye, the eye of God. The hand of God. Anytime you look in the religion, God walked through the garden. What the fuck he walk on? He had to have feet. How he going to walk? <laughs> so so you looking, so that's the thing. And you know why God has an anthropomorphic image? Because man created him. Man created God in his image. Not God created man 
in his image, but man created God in his image. That's why he projects God in an anthropomorphic way. That's the difference between the creator and God, that the creator is infinite, unknown. It is the seen and the unseen. So when you look out into the night and you see the stars and you see the moon, that's the infinite. That's the that's God. When the day comes and you see the sun high in the sky, you see the trees, you see the planet, everything in existence is the creator. God is some anthropomorphic figure that's given uh, the credit for the creation of the universe. And because huh. it's in the image of a man, created by a man, controlled by a man, if that man is not of your people, of your people for the best benefit of your people, then he's going to create it for the best benefit of his people. And that going to make you a goddamn slave in it. When you understand that religion is man-made, that's all you have to, and that's why you have to destroy God to rebuild it up. So people, when you rebuild it up, you rebuild it up where the people understand what it is, who creates it, what it's supposed to do. I'm not mad about African people having religion, but once they understand that it's man-made, create your motherfucking own. Why are you going to let another mm-hmm. man create something that you could create for yourself. So destroying it and making people understand what God is, that is man's way of trying to explain the universe to himself. No God, no figure of a man that's supposed to be in the sky, the greatest thing ever created, handed no man, no religion, no fucking book, nothing. Man created every fucking thing in the book. He got the copyright on it. He got the publishing right on it. You can go right downtown, either Washington, D.C., or New York, to wherever they keep the copyright and the publishing rights. And I guarantee you, on a lot of them Bibles, it ain't God's name on the motherfucking copyright application. Okay? I guarantee you. Oh, man. I guarantee you. So that's what we, and so that's my thing, is to take it back, that you already connected to the universe. You already connected to the creator. When you was born, you wouldn't even be here. You didn't, right. you didn't come here to find no God or no religion. You already connected to the universe, the creator, yeah. by birth. All yeah, that part of the I am, yeah. All that came. Yeah. Going right here. Original sin is only a trick bag for you to give your spirit over to them niggas, them crackers, the beasts. Okay, that's a trick bag because if you believe that original sin is upon your head, then you gonna go through all the rituals, the whole layout that the Bible got laid out for you that the Torah got laid up, that the Quran got laid up, you're going to go through their regiment to get your salvation. That's it. You're going to go through their regiment to get your salvation. So the religion is a kidnap of your spirituality. It's a kidnap of your divinity. So first thing, you should get your divinity. Once you understand that you're divine at birth, then... That's the basis of your spirituality. 
even That's if right. you ain't got your divinity, you could be spiritual and still not have your divinity. You could be a spiritual that don't follow no religion, look out into the start, but you still ain't got your divinity. You still ain't got your divinity. You still you wandering, but you don't have you don't believe that you came here already divine. You don't believe that. So you got to give back your divinity. Once you get your divinity, that would establish the basis of your spirituality. You understand? And your nationality and everything else will come or fall automatically in order. You can't have no nationality if you ain't got your divinity. You don't even know why the fuck you here. Your divinity will tell you why you here. If you look at all things in creation, they here for a purpose, a divine purpose. What is your divine purpose? That comes with your divinity. That comes with you at birth. If you don't even know why you're here, the damn oxygen, the trees is here to put out the things we need to breathe in. We breathe out, what is it, the hydrogen? Is that whatever we carbon, breathe? Yeah, the carbon dioxide. Right. Carbon dioxide, that's right. And then we breathe that out, and they breathe it in and put out yeah, what? Yeah, we have a symbiotic relationship. With, right. with with them, you know what I'm saying? And, okay, then. So, I mean, we all right. have divine purpose. What is ours? And so we don't understand that. You ain't going to get that from no religion because nah. you already came with it. We've been That's raped. nature. We done been raped to that. And the religion has done that to us. And so we must destroy religion, rebuild it. And when we rebuild it, the people should have an understanding of their divinity and then they can lay a basis for their spirituality. And once they, and the spirituality is the philosophical understanding of the divinity. That's what it is. The spirituality is the philosophical understanding of the divinity. And once you have your philosophical understanding, that lays a basis for your organization and religion. But you got to go all the way back to the divinity in order to do that. And so we have to, again, destroy religion to rebuild it with the proper understanding of what it's supposed to do for you. And your religion should never usurp your divinity, nor Thanks. your spiritual philosophy. It should not do that. If the religion right. come in to remove that, you now you born in the sand? Well, bitch, I ain't even got here yet. How the fuck I owe you? I owe you shit. <laughs> I ain't even got here yet. What kind of shit is that? What kind? That's a, man. Right. That's the trick bag of the age. I take a yeah. I take a breath and I'm in debt. I ain't even get to open up my eyes and enjoy this bitch. I ain't even here for but an hour and I'm in debt. You're in debt. You owe wow. God. You owe God. What a what a wonderful God. <laughs> he say he's so love the world. You understand what I'm saying? But goddamn it, I'm in debt for what another motherfucker did six thousand years, and the motherfucker didn't live. But we understand. But six thousand years ago, what this motherfucker did, we in debt. We can't go to heaven because of what Adam and Eve done. Okay, we can't go to heaven. That's original sin. Okay, and so that's why why Jesus came and died supposedly. So it's so it's a trick back, you see. It's a trick back. Now Jesus did it. Now, but you still got to obey Jesus. Now yeah. you got to acknowledge Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. 
and you got to do what the New Testament text. Okay? Then the Quran come and take you farther and farther and farther away from your source. Period. You are divine. And you have, you don't need no religion on the planet to speak to the creator. Just tell you up front. That's a fact. You can speak directly to the creator from your mind and your spirit without any intercediary, any middleman. You don't need a preacher. You don't need a pastor. You don't need an imam or rabbi, none of that. You can speak directly to the creator. And once you understand that, you'll get them pimps out of your motherfucking pocket, taking your money, talking about they going to get your prayer up to God, special delivery. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? You need to cut that shit out right now today. That is the major battlefield, that religion. That is a major battlefield. That is a major, major battlefield, and I know people feel that we are being decisive. We're not. We're doing what is necessary. We went to the table. We went to the table. We seen where we was losing, and that is most definitely more than 50% of the reason why we cycle out. And you say, what else kills will and determination? A motherfucker telling you that if you do this, that, and the third on this peck of wood, God ain't going to let you in the heaven. God ain't going to do this, that, and the third. When you got preachers that are preaching in the pulpit against oh, any on. type yeah. of, uh, you see what I'm saying? But in, the same language, in the same language, you've been told that you have free choice. That's right. You've been told that you have free choice, but at the same time, they're going to tell you, oh, but you could burn in hell for those choices. Like, That's what right. Fuck? Is it free or not? No, it ain't free. It ain't never free. I mean, the church can excommunicate you. The goddamn church, you know what I mean? The Catholic church can excommunicate you. You know what that means? That that pope can deny you interest in to have. A man. They can excommunicate you from the Catholic church. If the pope excommunicates you, you're supposed to be denied interest into heaven. Now, you mean to tell me, oh, man. Because he's the vicegerent of Peter, so if he's sending the missive upstairs to Peter, who's guarding the gate, your ass can't get in. You can't get in. So, in other words, the Pope can send you to hell. The Pope can send you to hell. He can. Wow. In Catholicism, he can. He could deny you entrance into heaven. That's right. If he has to communicate you from the church. That's right. That's true. You outside of the glory of the Lord. Period. That's a lot of uh that's a lot of a semblance of power for one man to have. Oh man. You know what that's, I'm saying? That's religion. <laughs> and the Catholic Church is like Wow the, the head beast. That motherfucking Catholic Church is a, a head beast and all of the tentacles of that motherfucker, from the Jesuits to the motherfucking Knights of Malta, all them motherfuckers. They all tentacles of that one beast. And they vicious. Motherfuckers talk about the Jews, but that Catholic Church is more vicious than the Jews. I'm telling you, the hmm. motherfuckers got they got one up on the Jews. They might get two mean, up on yeah, that motherfucker. I mean, that he is the Inquisitor. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and this no is the Inquisition. So let's be very mindful of that. You know, and um, from what I understand, the Jews are just the financiers of that particular entity. You know. Yeah. 
So yeah. there, there's a lot of collusion that we're looking at. When I see one, I see the other. You see I both can't make a distinction. Yeah. Yeah, you but you sometimes it's good because when you go for the head, you want to know who he is. You understand what I'm saying? So if you get one mm-hmm. shot to take at a motherfucker, you make sure you take it at the right one. You see what I'm saying? And, it, and you know, and it, 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 they they on the same team, but they still not all equal. They don't, you know, right. it's still some infighting, and if you know, we might can't see it, and we quick to we quick to talk about niggas, but it's infighting. Oh, I mean, but just, just take a just let's take a step back. Look at mm-hmm. look at the air world. Now, as bad it is as it is. As bad as it is in the hoods of America, I tell you what, go over there to any one of them motherfucking countries over there and tell me what's worse. You tell. And you go down to Mexico, them motherfuckers down there, man, I looked up murder capital, all right? These is world capitals, world capitals, and the numbers that them motherfuckers had as far as murders for whatever thousand millions people that was in the city, man, this shit was astounding. This shit was astounding. You had two or three American. We talking about a list of fifty. I, on a list of fifty, man, you had two, three fucking American cities on the motherfucking list, man. Them motherfuckers down there in South America, one of them cities, man, has 1,600 murders in it, man. We be talking shit about black people as if we don't see what the fuck going on with other people. We're far worse than us. Far worse Living than us. Mexico, we ain't got them kind yeah, of murder rates the motherfuckers got. Man, we yeah. ain't got them kind of murder rates, baby. I'm telling you. That shit they, is they bullshit. They decapitations. Right. Yeah. So, see, that's that propaganda shit, man. That's propaganda to make the situation appear to be dismal. And sometimes, and you just talk about what kills the will and the false media, false numbers, this many murders going on, this many black people in poverty, this, that, and the third. The numbers alone can kill the spirit. You see what I'm saying? Them, you know, so far. The, the misrepresentation of the numbers. That's right. Yes, indeed. Because our so, people, we get, we are crippled when we're introduced to fear, and when we're introduced to pessimistic ideas and things of that nature. What the European has mastered through his social scientists is the fact that he controls the minds and the hearts of the masses through media, through these fake-ass polls, Uh, the fact that you go to sleep every night and you see um, the news programs focuses on 92% of negativity. 90% of that is in drapes and melanin. So they'll tell you what kind of lipstick Kim Kardashian was wearing, all of this dumb shit, and then they'll tell you about a bunch of niggas killing each other and a bunch of, right. you know, failures at the hands of black people. They'll never mention what happened with a European. If they ever speak about a murder and they, sh- and they don't show a picture, then you know that that's a European. Right. And, um, you know, 
when we go into the realm of the unconscious or the subconscious, when we go to sleep, we go into our sleep state, which is our creative, which we actually utilize to create reality with, with the program of the nightly news, of uh, the ratchet TV that we might have been binging out on, of watching fucking Saw 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6 niggas smoking and shit, high as a kite, watching these horror movies that have all kind of subliminal imprints inside. Ain't no black, ain't no white, ain't no black man killing no white people in the movies. So I don't even know why we watching them. You feel what I'm saying? And, um, you know. I stopped watching that shit a long time ago. Yeah, and, and we listening to the music because of, they 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 program twenty different twenty songs to only play on the same radio station. I travel state to state. I hear the same twenty songs on every single station. You That's feel what I'm play. saying? Yeah. So, like you were saying, it destroys our determination and our will. We don't right. see enough of us winning. The only time we see one of us winning is when the motherfucking Knicks break their losing streak or when LeBron and them is dunking on a nigga catch a ball in the end zone and we root. But then even with that, we are torn to torn apart because one nigga got a favorite team and another person got a favorite team. And these are my team colors. And other, you, you know what I'm saying? So we right. still in competition even when it comes to that. And we right. don't even know how to celebrate the fact of a victory. I don't care who wins that night. When I turn the news on, if anybody win, I get happy because I, I use that moment of being happy to project seeing us win as a whole on a whole other level. I just need right. to I, I just need to use the energy of a nigga with a W. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just to right. spark me. Just to That's get right. spark. You, you, I don't care if a nigga won a tennis match. I get happy. <laughs> but I right. know inside of that oh, I could use that because right. we're losing too much in the public eyes. So right. we, yeah, we we got to start celebrating our victories. We got to start celebrating ourselves. We got to start celebrating our people. And that draws me into the question that I wanted to ask you. Well, actually, we're gonna get into this meditation real quick at eleven eleven. I know that the family has to take a break real quick and get their minds right. You know what I mean? We got a lot of people in the building. We're gonna come back at eleven fourteen, and I'm gonna ask this question, and we're gonna go into the call queue because we got a lot of hands up. The family definitely showed up tonight, and they want to politic with you. So um, let's go into this quick uh, meditation. Get our minds right and everything, you know, take a take a minute off and then we'll be right back. Alright? Hey. Alright, family. Oh, oh, oh. 
you know, the everyday horrors of being in this jungle or being in the wilderness of North America, like Elijah said, or being in this fucking zoo, you know, how some places could be. You know what I'm saying? We're dealing right. with this white supremacy. We're dealing with this beast. We're dealing with the mentality that he has inserted in our brothers and sisters. We're dealing with media. We're dealing with the, with, with the attacks that we can't even see. We're dealing with the food. You know what I mean? We're dealing with the shit that's on TV and the radio. You know what I mean? We're dealing with niggas from our past life that try to pull us back into that life and all of these things. Right. And then we come into this community as... Um, What's the way? What's the word that I could say? A safe haven, but not in the not in the sense where this is some place where you could hide, but rather somewhere where you could come to unplug and get your mind right and build yourself right. back up. Because we might have been getting torn down in that world. I know, I know strippers. I know sisters who was out there prostituting. I know dudes who did twenty years. I know niggas who came home off a of box out coming mm-hmm. to the community. You know, or, or they was on trial for their life, and they come into the community for a place for some level-headedness or for a place to heal, come amongst the teachers and the students and things like that to get right, to get to get strong again. And they do get strong again when they're introduced to their glorious history, like you said, by returning their greatness to them, building them up, giving them that courage, giving them a purpose so they, they, they can identify with something to live for, not just die for, but to live for. Right. You feel what I'm right. saying? Not enough people talk about that. But right. one thing that has been occurring when they come inside of this safe haven or this bubble is the fact that they're getting attacked inside the circle. They, they, <clears throat> they're encountering energies and they're encountering all kind of op, um, 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 ops, like like opposition and stuff like that, you know, when they might go on YouTube, they read the comments, or they might comment on something and somebody might attack them, you know, F you, or your mama this, or, you know, all of these negative <laughs> remarks. And then it's like, then you go on Facebook, people gossiping, and they're not really sticking to the fact of, building each other up, motherfuckers. And let's not talk about the behind-the-scenes the behind the shit. You know, that that's a horror movie. I, I won't even get into that. Uh, the gossiping that takes place, the tearing one person down, the, you know, I can't wait to finish this man's career and I hate him and, you know, all of this negative energy that has been, you know, uh, pervaded very, very strong inside of this community in the last, you know, nine, ten years and whatnot, what would you say to that as the general, as somebody who, you know, would be looked at as someone who would be guarding the gates, as somebody who has a, a profound influence over the hearts and minds of the brothers and sisters who work, who woke up to, to your voice, to your image, you know what I mean, to your, to, your, to, to your lessons and things of that nature. What would you say to encourage our brothers and sisters out there who may be feeling like, I don't want to fuck with this no more. I don't even want to be a part of this. I see a lot of whole shit going on. I see people who can't keep friendships. I see a lot of egos. I see a lot of jealousy. All of the negative things that we say that this beast has and we want to get away from, this niggerism that has pervaded our sacred uh, 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 surroundings and things of that nature, what would your message be, brother? Uh... 
that's a serious question. And really what it boils down to, what it really boils down to is you got the, the conscious community. The conscious community, when you say consciousness, you understand what I'm saying? You're dealing with a broad scope, a broad understanding, okay? You can be white and be conscious in the conscious community. Let's be real about it. You can be any other race as long as you halfway discusses something about Egypt or some occult teaching or this, that, and the third, you are considered a part of the conscious community, okay? That's just one. We, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to go across the board. You know what I'm saying? In the conscious community, if you have that same understanding, of Egypt, the occult, uh, uh, you know, some some uh, information about the Kabbalah or the, you know, the occult world of any major religion, Jew, Christian or whatever, esoterical, all of this, then you could be a homosexual, a lesbian, and be in that mm-hmm. culture. You see? And so... The conscious community is a, you could be a nigger. You could be, and I'm not talking about the brothers and sisters that out here that's really, you could be the, uh, you could be the worst kind of nigger. And still being, if you have obtained some understanding about those areas. And so it's not the African community with morals. With, with, with the the proper understanding of nationalism, with the bigger goal, you understand. It's not the it's not yeah. the community that's truly in touch with the Garvey all the time. It's, it, and really, what I just said is the same thing they do with the marchers. You see, they come in and it becomes a divisive thing. If you add crackers to it, you go they're gonna influence the, the niggas that's in the community of that background that they, you know, and they'll influence them not to be in the all-black power movement, the all-African power movement. And so they pulling niggas from there, and if you, you know, you'll get a, 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 a mixed view from them. You'll get a mixed view from them. When you ask them to stand on the front line, they won't be able to do it. And so with all this division, really what you're looking at with Christianity, Islam, all the different denominations is not happening in in the so-called conscious community. And that's what it is. When you're African and you saying your basis is Marcus Garvey, then you could call niggas on everything they do because Mar- Marcus Garvey got rules and regulations. Even Elijah Muhammad, rules and regulations. Okay, any yes. of our great leaders with a great organization got rules and regulations. The conscious community has lived without rules and regulations, basically. Okay? Nobody is to know set rules and regulations. So it's, it's really... A, a, a mirage to believe that we was ever on one page anyway. 
in the conscious community. So it was an illusion. You know, it mm. was necessary. Sometimes it's going to be. And so what's going to have to come is that I refer to the community as the African liberation community. You know, it's always about liberation. And though we may have difference, uh, differences of expression right now about black, you know, where blacks come from, this, that, and the third, Africa is the key. Africa could win the game for us. None of those other lands could do that. I'm just being serious. Africa could win mm-hmm. the game for the African way. No other land could do that. And so without us having a consciousness of Africa on that level and understanding that, you got a bunch of niggers, N-I-G-G-E-R-S, niggers, okay, with a little <laughs> bit of knowledge, but he a bigger fool than before he got it. You understand what I'm saying? When you ain't got that curriculum, and that will and determination and that spirit, when you ain't got your divinity and you ain't got all that, then the nigga will use whatever little so-called knowledge he got to destroy his family, his brother, his race, and even, in, in, in essence, destroy himself. So, so he works right. with Ultimately. it. Yeah, so they works with it than they is without it. You understand what I'm saying? If they didn't have it, they wouldn't even show up in the community and expose their ignorance. But now that they got it, they can do it. And so it's just clear we have to distinguish who the fuck we are. And really what's going to happen in a conscious community, there's going to be a split. There's going to be a split where the African liberation community no longer refers to itself as a conscious community even though we're conscious, but we have an African consciousness. We have a black consciousness. Mm. See, we have a liberation. We're not just conscious because it, 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 it only means aware, that you're aware. But the question then becomes, what are you aware of? Because you could be aware of ignorance. It only means you're aware. It don't mean you mm-hmm. really know the truth. It just means you're aware of whatever particular information that the people are being exposed to under the subject heading, quote, unquote, consciousness. It don't mean you got the truth. It don't mean you're doing anything about it either. You could be conscious and you could see a, a woman being raped. You're aware of it. You're conscious of the rape, but that doesn't say that you're going to do anything about it. So consciousness right. is only a step. You see what I'm saying? It's only a step. Yeah. So reality is we don't have no basis in the community, well, that particular community. Because just like I said, I don't I don't subscribe to being a part of the conscious community, even though I profess African consciousness. You know, I'm a part of the African liberation community. And we have rules and regulations that have been handed down by Garvey, by Ben, by Collin, by Clark, and we can always call our brothers and sisters on that fact, because we can take them right to it. We have rules, and, and in that, you have rules and regulations. But we have to quit thinking that the conscious community is the African liberation community. It's two different communities, and we must separate from that. And then when we separate from that, it, that dead weight. But see, it was always like, Seti, why, why do you fight so much? But 
because I knew that. And I know and I know it today that we have to say because it'll become dead weight and we will become lethargic, we won't be moving, and the question's gonna always be why can't we have success? Why can't we do this? Why because we have the wrong niggas on our team. They're not ready. They're not ready. And I don't want to beat up on them, but I must profess that they are not ready because the the negative attributes that you see and that you're talking about, those are the niggas that's doing it. And then you got some other motherfuckers, but it still points to the level of knowledge that they say they have. Because if they're on a, a level that they swear that they're superior, then they should project the image that our, our teachers our taught us. They should be uh, high-caliber standards, mannerisms, conduct. They should be that. You don't have to stoop to the level of of niggas to deal with them. You just speak the truth. You Sometimes you speak it hard just to let them hard-haired niggas know. But you don't have to speak down to the level of these niggas. You see what I'm saying? So that's a determined, you know. See, I, I mean, then you got to also understand another thing, the, the uh, infiltration of African organizations by the government. A lot of these niggas is set-up niggas. They keep shit going mm-hmm. on, too. That's another thing, you know. So we have to look at all the fundamentals. It's not always us. When you look at, at a lot of those homicides that go on in these cities, remember, it is not always us. So though we have some negative things that we are, you know, we project on each other on a daily basis, when they hit the media, we assume that it's all bad, that it's all negative, and it's not. If the right people will get from around these niggas, N-I-G-G-E-R-S, and not the nigger, yeah. not the nigger, but the niggers, Okay, once you get from around, because they're not going nowhere. They don't want to go nowhere. Okay, this is a world that is sort of like the hip-hop of old. This was the attractive world that niggas wanted to come in because we were projecting knowledge that they had never saw before. We were using the technology in a way that ooh and ah, they, they shit pop up on the telephone, on the computers, on the iPad. We had they had never seen anything. And so we had young motherfuckers and some old heads that were still young in their mind that got a lot of that shit all at once and it blew their motherfucking mind. But they lacked the courage, the morality to live it out in a way that it would it would be positive a positive image for the rest of the people. They got a little bit You know, and, and, and that's just, we got to just quit thinking that it's all us and that. The bottom line is this, and I used to tell one of my other young G's this. You watch a train, and watch back in the old school how niggas jump train. You know, mm-hmm. jump on yeah. it, get a free ride. You know how they get on it? If it's moving slow. <laughs> that's how wow. they get on mm-hmm. it. Once they start moving slow, they jump on and they get a free ride. You see what I'm saying? They get off where they Inside want to of go. The train. 
That's right. Mm-hmm. They use this motherfucker to get to one point. They'll use the culture to get to one point, and it's not the objective to other. And they've always done that that shit to us. Look what they. Mm-hmm. So really, the the con with the African liberation movement, or, or what they, you know, which is you know being engulfed by the conscious community, shit, you know. We 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 got to cut. We have to cut these motherfuckers off and put some clear rules. Organization would do that. A lot of what you're seeing is the lack of organization, clear mm-hmm. objectives, clear rules, clear planning that is directed towards an objective. When you don't have no objective, you don't have no clear rules and regulations. Ranking and filing, organization, people in, in, in the right departments, projecting the right information. You understand? Constantly keeping the people informed. Curriculum. We don't have the type of curriculum we need on 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 the on the everyday level. And so they, like I said, they get a little knowledge, but they just lack the morality. They lack the the organization that will put that young black man to work and make him really grow in character and stature. They don't have that. So you got niggas with a yeah. few pieces of knowledge, and but they still niggas. And I don't give a fuck. You got to grow the fuck up. I deal with my street soldiers, but these is, these are brothers that in the streets by, you know, by circumstance, but they still got the mind to elevate. They not no... Ragged niggas, no foul niggas, no niggas that ready. These niggas mm-hmm. just trying to stay babies, and they're conscious, and they think trying to figure a way up out of it. All of them must have that in order to no deal doubt. with me. You think you going to, I understand you in the situation, but you got to be telling me, said it, goddamn, man, I see this, I see that, and I, okay, brother, you going to get it. It's there for you. You know what I'm saying? You got So you got brothers... Mm-hmm. You know, in the street, you and we always want to put the negative stereotype on, but they got more morality, more consciousness, more, you know, more organization, yeah, more yeah, standards yeah, exactly. than these more niggas character. in the cosmic community. That's reality. Fact. You mm-hmm. see, so we have to read, or just like the family, like nations in Africa had no borders, they had to move here. And move there, and, and you know, in order to feed the families, feed the herds. You understand? They had to migrate, okay? And it's becoming time that we must migrate up out of the conscious community, and we must leave them niggas behind in all ways. You know what I'm saying? And 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 and, and, and take the consciousness that we do have, because if we if we take it up out of that shit and take the African liberation movement, the family, with all the skills we got, we could do this shit. A lot of us became household names, you know, overnight. And a lot of that shit went to niggas' heads. You know what I'm saying? A lot of that shit went to niggas' heads. You know, they started wanting to be famous. The niggas want, you know, niggas want to be the best at every motherfucking thing, and, and and willing to destroy the culture just to do it. You understand what I'm saying? And a lot of these mm-hmm. kids that's supposed to be teachers, it's 
We talking about, about motherfuckers that's supposed to be teachers. We ain't talking about the little low nigga. We talking about the up top nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Supposed to be teaching and being leaders. So if the motherfucking leaders and the top cats is doing it, the old heads is doing the shit the young niggas say they need to do. It. You know what I'm saying? So you have to hit reset on these niggas. You know, you have to hit reset and start just what you do with the religion. Niggas going to have to destroy and rebuild this so-called conscious community with some organizations, some rules and regulations that must be adhered to by all people. And there's some general terms, general rules of morality that should keep black people on off of this goddamn shit throwing and slinging mud. If you out here battling intellectually, you know, I don't attack, I try not to attack nobody personally. You know, I don't get into that, you know. I'm going to get into your head, but I'm not going to attack your manhood or nothing like that. I don't go that far with a motherfucker because I know how it would be if a motherfucker go at me. So I try to keep people out off of that. But, you know, it should always be about the information. You know, it should always be about the information. And then if you do hit on a nigga, it's in jest. You know, it's in jest. Yeah. It'll be laughed about, and you understand that it was in jest. You don't go and put no man's personal information out there. You might talk about a nigga outfit or something like that. That's okay, you know, because it's going to be some, you know, it's going to be some rough drag, drag, knock down, drag out type of shit too. But it should be done in a certain way where people can still maintain morality. You know what I'm saying? All of that could be done. But, you know, that's what it is. It's the lack of morality. So all that shit about the 42 negative confessions, all of this and shit, shut the fuck up. Y'all niggas ain't living none of that shit. None of you. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Shut your weak ass up. You know what I'm saying? If we lay niggas' lights out and we went down the list, and if that was the determining factor for a man or a woman to make it to the land of a mentor, the, the, the land of everlast, the majority of you niggas wouldn't make it, okay, even with the laws of my eye. You know what I'm saying? You know, I have not committed acts of impurity. You understand what I'm saying? I have not defiled the water. I have not sold poison. To my family. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? And so that's okay. where the action, you know, make a nigga stand up. Even if he in the street, he going to fight like hell to get the fuck up out of it because he know morally and spiritually he in default. Even though he got to do it, that ain't it. But he morally in default because even though he got to eat, he is laying down his family to eat, and that should never be the way. So if you got to band together to, to go to war with the beast, that's better than just sitting there and feeding your family poison and le- and killing them, and, and then you keep using the excuse over and over and over and over. If you're going to get that shit, go on and get it, nigga. Go on and get it. And get the fuck on and handle your business, and even then, how many lives yeah. are you going to take off of here? Is, 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 that a, is that a big enough excuse for you to live that type of life? You know what I'm saying? The morality will do that for you. And you know, a lot of them niggas know that. And they trying like hell 
to get the fuck out of this shit. But see, if they ain't been taught to guard thee, if they because you need an external plan as a black man or woman in America. You got to have an external plan. If you don't have the external plan, you are trapped. That's number one. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then if you ain't got that and you know you need it, what you have, you will start to stagnate. Huh? You will start to go in there because you won't have no progress. You will have all the information to make the progress, but you won't have no progress. You see what I'm saying? You will have some of the information to make the progress, but you will be lacking other key information, the garbyism. You you might know that there's three, you know, how many times the sun go around the days, the sun go around the moon. They're, quote, all them facts. God got 99 names. Motherfucker know them all. You know what I'm saying? Know all the surahs, know all the chapters and verses, know, every, know all the Dr. Ben's books forwards and backwards, know all the goddesses, know all the temples. But then they they just lack key things, such as morality. I mean, anybody could regurgitate them facts now. You know what I'm saying? And so we done stagnated. We done moved slow, just like the train, and a lot of beggar bond niggas didn't hop the train, and it's moving slow, <laughs> and you mash, you mashing down on the goddamn Gas like a motherfucker. You say, God damn, this motherfucker see it. But you ain't went back there and check and seen all the the the, uh, the extra baggage and shit. The unwanted baggage that's on the goddamn train. Goddamn engine mm-hmm. is about to die trying to pull all these motherfuckers. That ain't doing nothing. So that's what it is, man. Speed is a part of this revolution. And when you get the motherfucking information, you got to move quickly or it's no longer valuable. You understand what I'm saying? You have to damn near catch him by surprise, you know, like some masterpiece shit. You know, just to use, you know, he, he caught them motherfuckers at the right time where they the man went in there and made a half a billion dollars. Caught him. He the only nigga that did it. You understand? Uh, You know, I don't know if them niggas over in cash money. They might have been the second that got a nice little piece of money. But Master P, for yeah. the most part, the only motherfucker to pull that shit off. You had to catch him by mm-hmm. surprise when they ain't expecting that yeah, shit. You hit a lick. You hit a lick. And he still, mm-hmm. you know, got you know, a lot of them dollars. I'm surprised they ain't took him from his ass because that's what the fuck they do. But, you know, he has managed to hold on to his shit. And so, you know, but that's what you have to do. You have to be by surprise and you have to be, you have to have that speed to do it quickly where they can't implement nothing that could stop you. And even if they did, you didn't got far far enough where you got something out of that strategy. Now let's go to the same, the next strategy. You got the something next out one. of that. Yeah, move to the next That's strategy. It. And you always come silent. You always try to come in silent and pop. We try to talk general to our people so that they don't get out there and put their business. And, you know, and when we give you general information, we expect you to take the general information, go back home, and make the specific, info, you know, information for what you're doing at, in your community, you make it specific. You don't use the general information because they, they will try to attack it. You know what I'm saying? So you don't never put the plan out there in any capacity where a white man could try to checkmate you in this way and that way. 
You try to stay as silent right. as possible. You, you you teach general information in an open setting like this. You know what I'm saying? You can't go out there and put your whole motherfucking plan out there, nigga, or even a part of it. And if you do, try to put and see, but it's a key. You got to have organization even to play that card, to put false information out there. Because these niggas don't know the difference between the truth and falsehood. So you can't even play that card until at least it's enough organization for people to know if the, if the general say so-and-so, so-and-so, at so-and-so, this is what we expect him to mean. You understand what I'm saying? So if you got organization like that, I can play a card and put some information out for the enemy to eat off of that would lead him in the wrong direction. But I can't play that card. We can't play that card because too many of our own people who lack organization will pick the information up and take it as the truth. So you got to have the people on one accord to even play. And that's a military strategy to play information for your enemy to feed off of so it will lead him in the wrong direction and give him a misunderstanding of what's actually happening. But in order to play that card, you got to have everybody on one page so they would know that this is a card being played like that. We can't even play that. We can't even use that strategy right now because too many niggas will pick the information up and take it to be true, okay? And you have a bunch of dumbass motherfuckers, you know? So that's where the organization come in, where the rules and regulations come in. You know what I'm saying? You know, all of that play a part. So it's coming a time where this year stepping up, when we call the niggas on garbage, we call the niggas on the major uh, information that our elders then brought that we know right and exact, we need to make a, a, an official constitution of the African. That's what it really is. That's what the organization. And when you have a constitution, what's your objective? What is the rules and regulation, the laws, the, the whatever tenets that you need to achieve your objective, then you... You make it a constitution, you move on it as a people, you make the constitution real. If you don't have that type of organization, you're going to have little minute men niggas on the motherfucking internet trying to get five seconds of fame, trying to throw up a quote of the year, trying to make the flies black power photo. That's all the fuck you're going to have. You're not going to have the real work. It's time for the real work. You know, it's it's time for the real work. That's the bottom line today. Indeed. Definitely. Let's do this, though. Indeed. Yeah. Let's do Let's Let's go to these callers and um, open up these lines so our brothers and sisters could uh, politic. All right, our first caller, we're going to have to bring King Simon in. Caller from the 347-496. Peace. Peace, peace, peace. Hotel, Shalom, all of that. Hotel, brother. What up, King Simon, man? You been online all that time, man? The whole thing, brother, sounded real good. You did a great job. That's why we can't wait until you come Sunday, January. Oh, yeah. Yeah, It's (laughs) going to be glorious, man. It's going to be glorious. I've done a lot of work. For the family, you know, uh, you know, I'm gonna represent for our yes, three African God kings. You know, I'm gonna do that. That's right, so, and, that, 
I want to let you know the family know that the doors open at six p.m. I mean seven p.m. It is okay. twenty dollars in advance. Go to Nicholas Brooklyn, Nicholas Harlem. You know Nicholas Harlem's over there on one twenty fifth between Madison and Fifth Avenue. Um, or come to Nicholas Brooklyn in Brooklyn and get the tickets in advance at five seventy Fulton Street. And it's twenty dollars before seven p.m. Your 7 phone PM breaking up. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. I hear you yeah, now. All right, good. Just let them know that it's a tribute. It's a tribute to our, our living legends and our warrior ancestors, such as Dr. Khalid, of course, John Henry Clark, living legend Dr. Ben still around, living legend Ashwa Kwesi still around. They doing what they right. have to do. So that's the best man for it, man. And everybody celebrated their Earth Strong right here in this month. As far as uh, right. between this month and December, these guys celebrated their Earth Strong. So going to be a great, great event this Sunday, man. Thank you very much, Sarah Civil City. You know how we do. Oh, thank you, King Simon, man. I, I, I appreciate oh. you bringing me in, brother, so I could get yeah. up there. And I know family, we, we me in New York, they had a, a long relationship. You know what I'm saying? So it's like being at home, and I, I, I'm always eager to get to New York and, and represent for the family, you know? And so... I can't wait to get there myself, and I guarantee you, you ain't going to want to miss it. You ain't going to want to be nowhere else on the planet. You're going to want to be right there at Nicholas, Brooklyn. You're going to want to be there on that day at that time because it's going to be a very glorious event, bottom yeah, line. Twin, let me give you my number. Let me give, If anybody wants some more information, it's 347-496-1022. Once again, three. Four seven four nine six one zero two two. Come early because this is a smaller venue, but you know we, we had to keep it tight and intimate tonight. This time, so we're gonna make it happen. <laughs> That's right. We're gonna have them out the door. Shit, fuck. We have them in the street. <laughs> we gonna have them in the street, baby. We might. Have, I wish it was summertime. We have to open the door. Hey, you let them know young people are free, man, 0 to 17. Right. They are free to 0 to 17. Let them babies, let them young people come in, man. Let them talk. That's let them right. Learn. Bring the children, most definitely. And it's going to be that type of lecture. You know, you know it ain't going to be the all out. You know, we, ain't, we got subject titles that's this is strictly for the elders, you know. And it's really going to be about my experience with them, you know what I'm saying? And I got a lot of stories that I could tell y'all. And just look at the greatness of all, you know, especially those three. Those are my focus. And I will, and Ashraq Kwesi, too, you know what right. I'm saying, him, too. And so you you got some of the greatest minds of the last, I mean, I mean, since we've been over here in this country. Shit, I mean, we ain't just talking about, I mean, we talking about in the Western Hemisphere. And you know what? I was doing some research today. I found it funny, man, because we talking about, you know, a lot of people don't know Sheikh Diop. That's birthday right. is December 28th. That's right. Okay. Right. And, and, and and not only Sheikh Diop, but let me go here. Chancellor Williams yep. was born December 22nd. Yeah, and then you got Kyle mm. on the twelfth. So yep. me, Chancellor D.I., Ben, and Clark, we all and Kyle all Capricorn. Yes, sir. See what I'm saying? Yes, and Ivan Van Sertima was yes. born January twenty sixth. 
So Great. even though he won the Capricorn, push right on into the next down. Well, yeah, shit. well, well, Fetty, Fetty, that number eight being that he's a 26, that is a Capricorn number. That's a Capricorn energy. So don't worry about right. it. Right. <laughs> right. That's what I did. I jump on. Don't drop the signs, dog. No, no, don't hold back. <laughs> shit, don't hold back. Come in where you need to come in. And so it's a, it's a lot of energy moving in this time. You know what I'm saying? That let me know. I say, damn, I just wanted to see. I say, well, damn. I heard Shay D. I was right around that time, and so I don't know. We gonna have to do better. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying. So when we do next year, we should most definitely make right. mention of Chancellor Williams, Shay D. I, and I think it would be best to uh, give uh, honor to Ivan Van because 20 January 26th. I mean that's. We're talking about all oh, within, like, 30 days, a little, and, a little and over that, 30 days. And January you know? 19th is Leonard Jeffries, brother. January 19th is Leonard Jeffries, brother. Oh, yeah, well, I'm going to have to put that on in there, too. <laughs> I'm going to have to put that on in there, too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we're going to have to put So we're going to call out all them names. And yeah, the others, too, but, you know, since it is, you know, they, they Earth Day, you know, then we should honor all of them together. And it would be more right. powerful. It would even be more powerful. You know what Since I'm saying? Since you're talking about solar returns, I want to give an ashe to Baba Valentine. Today is his born day. Um, what? Also, our... Uh, I mean, damn, it's January the 6th. Yeah, happy born day. You know, oh, I think Shad is even born today. So this whole patch of 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 time frequency, you know, a lot of people came through this particular portal, so this is some strong energy. Shout out to the Capricorns out there. All right. Yes, sir. Even though I, I ain't as big on the Zodiac as as other people, I have to, you know, once you see something like this, you you feel good about representing it. So if that's what it's about, then I'm with that. Whatever season or time that it was, you know, that gave birth to a lot of this this knowledge and energy. It came through that portal, just like you say. So, you know, that's special. That's special. A lot of our great ones came through this time. And so, I mean, then when you think about, hey, Ruth, then you think about these times. You see what I'm saying? You know, you think about, hey, Indeed. Ruth, December 25th, then, hey, Ruth, would have been a Capricorn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they would have been born in the Capricorn ever. So that's saying something. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I just want to say something. Let's I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to get ready because I'm coming in tomorrow. You know, of course, I got to go see the Grandmaster because he didn't call for me. So I'm going to go see Dr. Ben, and he's going to give me the energy. You know what I'm saying? to get the lecture to, uh, Sunday evening. So I'm going to go on and get ready because I'm going to get up early. I got a lot of things to do. And then I'll be in New York tomorrow evening. Not evening, but afternoon. You see well, let I'm me saying? know. Make sure you call me, man. So All right. Yeah, I'm going I'm to I'm call you. You know, I'm going to call you and I'm going to give you the information and everything. So, all right, family. I'm going to go on. How much okay. time? Oh, it's 12 o'clock. So we hot. We hot. Put this one on the classic uh, platform. Well, 
This is definitely a classic. Can we take about two calls, though? Because it is a lot of people. Yeah, we take two calls. I'll take, I'll take some. I'll take some. Come on. Get into go that on, way. Indeed. All right, let me go in um, 713-315. Peace. Welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Man, what's going on? Can you hear me? Loud and clear, brother. Peace. What's good? Oh, man, this is a a wonderful thing that I actually was able to get on the phone and speak with you guys, man. I'm way out here in Texas, man. Um, uh, I'm 22 years old. I just graduated college. but, man, uh, I just want to say you guys are inspiring, man. Y'all make me want to do better just as a black man, you know. Um, I just want to say that um, li- listening to you all, uh, what Sarah Sudensei was saying about the organization, you know, these are things that uh, a person like me needs, you know, that I need to continue to hone and embrace uh, just if I want to be somewhere. He said that we needed a organization, we need a plan. Uh, just to paraphrase what he said, these are things that uh, – I really appreciate you all putting out there as far as the knowledge, man. I just want to say uh, just a little feedback. Um, just keep it authentic, authentic, you know. Uh, these right. are things that uh, these are things that I appreciate, man. And, and as far as that meditation, uh, man, that really helped, man. Uh, it's kind of I was kind of like, you know, like y'all talk about the media and things like that. I wasn't too certain about that thing. You think like. It's kind of weird, but, you know, it, it does help, you know, kind of help me focus and balance, you know. And also, as far as, uh, like, the media you all were saying, um, you can you can maybe, you, y'all talk about reaching the youth, you know, a lot of us on social media as well. So uh, if you guys have social media, make sure you all put that out there because, you know, it's a lot of youth that's on there. I have a little brother, he's. 12 years old, 13 years old, about to be 14, and he's on social media. So if y'all want to get them young warriors, put that information out there to uh, counteract um, that propaganda, man. Make sure you, you you get in touch with social media and put that up there. I know some of y'all operations have to be covert, but whatever you guys can put out there, make sure that y'all do it. That's right. That's what's up. That's right, brother. Indeed. We appreciate you, uh, young warrior. You know what I mean? Just uh, keep your ears to the ground. I know that something big is coming up in uh, May out there in Houston, Texas. I don't know what part of what part of Texas you in. I'm on the southwest side, man. Actually, I got my tickets to go see Claude Anderson tomorrow, man. My name is Mark. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, man. You can look me up. You can look me up on social media at J underscore. Uh, S-I-V-E-R-A-N-D J underscore S-I-V-E-R-A-N-D Man I'm a young brother You know I, I look up to you guys You are the modern day teachers um, You are the uh, the leaders man That really uh, Give me that same uh, Encouragement as uh, Dr. Uh, Carter G. Woodson You know Malcolm X You know That persistence Y'all stay with it Stay authentic man That's what we need out here for us That uh, don't have those leaders in our lives You know Really That's what's up bro Hey there. Thank you, brother. We'll be there. Believe. Thank you. All right. Indeed, brother. Peace. Peace. All right. Peace. We're going to go to one more caller. Uh, caller from the 410-595. Peace. And, um, I got a new membership. But other than that, either I'm Raku Call- or I'm the Cosmocrat. Call- and you can find him anywhere. And you spell that Cosmocrat with a K. Because I see some other nigga on the Internet. Brother Cosmo. <laughs> Brother Cosmo. We on another, we on another blog talk. <laughs> yeah.
right, we're gonna have to come back to him. Um, call it from the seven one nine three two one. Welcome to Know the Less Radio. Peace. Peace. Okay. Oh, Call a Rod. Uh I guess this is Skype. Peace. Welcome to No Less Radio. Chasarod. This is Chaos Rod. Um Blue Pill. Brother Red yeah. Pill, peace. Welcome to No oh, Less. Oh Red Pill, Red Pill. Yeah, well, you know, I get confused between two. Yeah, um, questions yeah, my, my question to the general if it comes back to me. I would say, um, you know, that was pretty interesting with the stocks with Africa. At times, I didn't know they um, have stocks for most people I people could purchase at this time now. Um, but one, one question, um, any like the stocks that's out there now, what about the one they were doing? I forgot one particular African brother that try um, to import um, African vehicles, like the, a car made from Africa. Yeah. Well, I don't know what happened with that, but... See, we this is this is you know we exploring the, the this uh you know this this economic thing we exploring it so we don't know all of the rules and regulations we don't know what we can and what we cannot do right now that's why we just throwing we just putting the information and so now it's time for us to maybe get some stockbrokers do some research black stockbrokers that I might add and start doing some research on how we able to buy stock in African countries because I mean you own Wall Street. I mean I mean they have African companies on Wall Street. Mhm. Yes, they do. I mean, all type of companies is dealing on Wall Street, you know what I'm saying? I mean as far as doing trade and businesses and whatnot. So I mean all businesses in the world if they tied in to the capitalist system of, of the Western world, then they they have to deal in stock. Stop. You know what I'm saying? They have to. So mm-hmm. I mean, all we have to do is figure out how the process go. Well, how do we buy? You know, and like I said, the research on the companies you have to do. You know, you have to look at the products, the resources, and and you have to. You have to engage on where you're thinking the company is going. But we have to see how we can buy the stock. We don't know how we could do it. But like I said, Africa is moving on a Western base, too. I mean, so a lot of those countries over there are moving on the Western base. So I'm quite sure that they they buying and selling stock for some of these African com- companies, probably right there on Wall Street. So you just have to figure out a way, and if they don't, then they do. Have, they must have an African market. They must have an African market very similar to Wall Street, and so we might have to buy directly into Africa. You know, we might have to go direct, and we might have to get. And so we have to see how that goes. You know, and we have to see the process because we don't want to be taken by fake people trying to pretend like they stockbrokers and whatnot. So we have to be very careful. And so you're just using little little amounts of money at first just to get the process down. Shit, if a stock only costs $10 or $15, right. 
or fifty dollars or whatever, be ready to lose three, four hundred dollars. It ain't shit. I mean, we ain't talking about losing it, but you plan with it to see the process. And then once you get the process done, then you move full fledged, you know, with the process because you know the ins and outs. You know where to buy. You know where it's safe to buy. You know the you know the ins and outs of the company you you intend to buy stock in. And so it's just time to get busy at that point. And so any and everybody to start the process you just, can just contact a stockbroker and get a you know and get you know and get a consult a consultation from a stockbroker and what your possibilities is. And if you don't hear what you want to hear, go to another one. Don't take one, you know, try to get, you know, four or five different opinions from different stockbrokers. You don't have to let them know. You talk to the other one so they don't make shit up and see engage, and see engage where, you know, what is your possibility, okay? That's what you do. Don't go into But it will be a beautiful process to get our people because that's something that they could do, we could do individually to build up our ability to work as a community. When we see progress like that, you know, that we can control. I have to start with projects that each individual can control themselves. So when it's time to point the finger, you can't point it at nobody. If you go in the community, Niggas get the line where he did it and that, and he did it, she did it, it's his fault, it's her fault, and it's sometimes because niggas is weak. When you give a you give a person a chance to do a project on their own, they build up self-esteem, they build up a certain morality, they, they build up a certain vision that they wouldn't have if they didn't have that personal success. So I'm going to end that. It's personal knowledge and know-how, you know what I'm saying, That's to right. make him direct and teach other people. So one person that's a student now becomes a teacher, you're not going to learn that by somebody doing it for you. That's right. That's true. That's true. And so, like I say, it's easy. Just get you a list, get you a four or five stockbrokers, make sure they ain't in the same area, make some calls, make some consultations. Might cost you, they might have free free consultations, and then they might it might cost a couple of dollars. I don't know. And even if and, and it had the questions ready, don't yeah. go there fumbling. And the third, have your questions ready. And if they don't answer the questions, that's not the stockbroker for you, period. Okay. And, 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 brother, thank you. Wait, wait, wait. Thank wait, you for wait, your call. I, I no, 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 brother, bro. I, I'm, please respect the call. All right, Thank night, you for your call. And when it comes, uh, uh, I have information for you as well. Look up Zimbabwe for the um, the, the African-owned cars and things of that na- nature. I think it's a Kantanka or something, but Zimbabwe. Um, thank you for your question, and thank you for your call, brother. All right? All right. And um, for the Brother Steady, uh, we have I, – I, I received a few text messages from some people that are listening to the call, and they would definitely like to um, continue the conversation with you, you know what I mean, in terms of uh, information that they want to share with you about the stock okay. market. 
And um, yeah, well, that's what's up. I definitely. Well, Get with me later, get me later, get with me later in uh, the time conducive for y'all, and we can maybe, you know, we can do a show, you know, trying, and, and that by that time, you know, we can probably put together some more information and whatnot, and then they could come on, and we can all come on and try to bang out some general information without, yes. you know, necessarily giving the specific information. Good brother. I definitely um look forward to that. So um yeah. I uh you got room for one more or you good? Yeah, go on give me one more and then I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and get in finish and get ready to get down in New York. All right, two four oh, call it from the two four oh four four two. Welcome to Nota Less Radio. Peace. Peace to Nota Ledge. Peace. Greetings. Peace. Peace to Brother Suit and Seti. Peace. What's up, family? Man, ain't nobody got my spirit that hype since when I was learning about Malcolm when I was a young brother, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and which, which pill is it that's hosting tonight? Is that blue pill? Who is this, blue or red pill? Which pill is hosting tonight? Which one of the brothers? Brother Red. Peace. Brother Red, hey, man, y'all got to have Suit and Seti on here more often because he had just spirit hype, man. It was just, this was excellent, man. I don't know what to say about it. You know, my elders, though, I appreciate the show so much. Please, will you brothers do as much work as you can? I know you all might not feel like anything coming back, but I promise I know it's meaning for something, and I know it's building up for something, <laughs> and I know it's just excellent and right on point. I'm sorry if I'm over enthusiastic, but it's rare no, to hear bro. somebody that you got so it, much force. You ended it on the note we need to end it on. Here. Yeah, man, it's, it's just rare for somebody to have so much force, so much lack of fear, and I can hear the person's heart behind what they're saying. And like I was saying, man, you got Red pumped up. That got me pumped up. The whole show is just excellent, and it represents the time that we're going through right now. And just keep reminding everybody of that spirit that's inside of them. And that's what I love this show for. That's what I love you for, Brother Seti. And peace to y'all and everything that y'all do. And that's all I got to say. Thank you for calling in, brother. Appreciate that. No doubt. Salute, brother. And, um, you know, we definitely going to keep that fire burning. That's what all right. Right. I appreciate it. I appreciate the experience, brother. Thanks for calling me. And you know, invite no me on. You know, I'm always there for you. And and y'all just continue to build. We didn't had our Indeed. we didn't had our moments, and we're gonna have plenty more. Believe it. Indeed. Yes, sir. That's life. That's that's growth. You know what I mean? And um, I want to applaud you and salute you for your growth and development. Something that was on full display tonight. You know, in terms of uh, your information and your trajectory, your trajectory where you're taking your movement yeah. and things your of that leadership. nature. So, yeah, your leadership. So, from one man to another, I I want to acknowledge that, let you know that we see you and we salute you. You know what I mean? And and you're gonna carve that path, you, brother. You know? I appreciate everything. You know, and, uh, and like I say, we we. We didn't grew up together, man, on the same block, really, you know what I'm saying? So this is our right. culture, and, and I, hey, we 
we've been we didn't grow up on the same block, so I tip my hat off to you and the work that you and Blue Pill and the, and the rest of the family is doing. I appreciate what y'all are doing. It take more than one, and y'all holding down the square, and I'm holding down the square, and so it, it, it's positive work, man. So I salute y'all and the work that y'all are achieving. We need everybody on this That's front right. line. Yes, indeed. We do. Definitely. We definitely do. So, hey, salute. Appreciate y'all salute, for bro. calling me, man. And let's no, do yeah. this. See you let's Sunday. Let's figure yes, that indeed. time out. You know, whatever it is, if it's 30 days from now, and we're going to bring that economic thing, man. And I'm going to bring what information I got at that time. Oh, you bring yes, what indeed. your information Trust me. We're coming to the with. table. It's it's it's, it's going to be a feast. You know what I'm saying? The family yeah. is going to be able to see a new paradigm with this economic thrust into the motherland. You know what I'm saying? That's right. And, you know, the general is leading the charge. To, then and then once we start you, doing that, we're going to start talking about bigger plans. But we must do oh, yeah. the yeah. first things first. And that's that. And no once doubt. we do that, that's going to build up the esteem and the confidence for us to move forward. So, all right, family. I'll see y'all see soon, that. man. I'll see y'all yes, soon. Hey. All right, my brother. What's up? All right. Uh, so what you want to do, Blue? You want to go to the callers or call it a night so we can prepare? Can I play that, um, that upload? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the yeah. brother captured I, I was, the sentiments of what we were dealing with, especially with us moving into this King weekend. You know, we prepared a selection for the family, audio selection, a presentation, you know, uh, a glimpse into what we're going to be doing, you know what I'm saying, in, in the very near future, you know. And maybe we could start commodifying this as our intellectual property and invest it in our own stocks as well, you know. No doubt. Yes, yeah. indeed. Yes, indeed. All right. So we're going to leave you with this family, love and light to everybody. We will see you on Tuesday for the New York yes. family. We'll see you on Sunday. Um, Yeah. Automatics has a fundraiser tomorrow at Cotton at the Cotton Club. And on the 22nd, he's going to go to court in Staten Island to, to represent the brother that was kidnapped. That was kidnapped or that was filming Eric Gardner. Uh, I forgot his yeah. name. Automatics. I think his name. Yes, yeah, brother. But I, I believe Automatics may be here on Tuesday to speak about that. If you're in the tri-state area, he needs the support. He's going back into the courts after 20 plus years. He's kicking in the doorway with his four four. So let's hold the elder down. All right. Regardless of what you think, you know how you feel about those judicial systems. Our presence is most important. You know, you can hand all the pamphlets out and tell people what you need them to know once you get there, but let's get there, all right? So, raising in the sun, y'all. This is what we leave you to offer. Yes, peace, yes. love, and light. Raising in the sun, all right? My people are not strong enough to let go of the dream that no longer provides them strength. A dream deferred with a rotten stench. My people are buckling under the weight of this dream that has become such a heavy burden that five-year-olds literally have to have the might of Hulk Hogan to hold on and hold up this crumbling dream. 
We have ushered our family to a burning house in hopes of finding his dream. And we are now so deep in a house, it's virtually impossible to get out. The ceiling is collapsing and we are using our youth as shields to absorb the blunt force trauma from this collapsing beam. Buckling under pressure, eroding from exposure to the elements, weakened from within. An infrastructure that has been molested by the molars of mechanized nanotermites as if they had their national convention there. You can rise from Butler, the president of this house. America will find a way to remind you, though, you're still a nigger. In this house, you can rise through the ranks of being America's boy to America's dad. Primetime entertainment in the big room. America will still find a way to remind you. You still a nigga, boy. You can go from mammy of the house to first lady of the house. And America will fix her big fat mouth to remind you and your children. You still a nigga. Funny thing is, this is the house you built. And those unruly house guests are just visitors from out of town who have overstayed their welcome. But these some savvy tourists, they found where you hid the deeds and they put their best forgerers on the job. But now they got the nerve to try to show you the door because they found them some Mexicans willing to do the shit that you once did with no hassle. They ain't about to be waving no deeds in the face of these usurpers, telling them to tread water back to Europe. Oh, no. They know the Mexican will settle for a room in a house that they can all pile into on some Airbnb shit. Even had the nerve to call them dreamers while they reinforce the stereotype that Joe Baby's America's nightmare, worthy of death by firing squad. So, again, again, what happens to a what dream deferred? deferred? What happens to the what unique happens? vision of our future by our future dreamers? How long are we to trade or forfeit our dream of a better tomorrow for a cookie-cutter version of a dream that is not realistic? Is it not a movie prop like Pleasantville? The white picket fences? Or are you still invested into this dream? If you were evicted out of the big house and had to live in a tree house, would that strengthen the roots of our family? Is this burning McMansion with mega rooms tricking us to believe just because the fire hasn't reached your wing of the house that it's not on fire? Oh, that's just them burning, huh? What becomes of a dream deferred? What consequence does the constant, non-stop loop of seeing Mike Brown's body undone, drying up like a raisin in the sun as the blood careens down the street and life retreats into the clouds? What does this do to the psyche of a child? Seeing Eric Garner, a gentle giant, being dealt the most aggressive of treatments on camera at that, but being told what you saw was not a crime. Unfortunately, this was not only a signal to the police around the world, or the militia, or the vigilantes, or anyone with a nigger gripe, but also to your children who mimic behavior. It won't be too long before a song hits World Star or a clip hits Vine with one of our own applying a chokehold. Remember, the children have to laugh to keep from crying. Keep in mind, what you feed to the subconscious before closing your eyes becomes a reality you project when you go to sleep. It's time to wake up and stay woke in order to dream a new dream. The babies is watching. Eyes wide.